You should be happy I'm alive. I'm happy you're alive. I'm just upset that I got dethroned. It only took you. <laughs> That's what happens, dude. That's what happens when dictators live. <laughs> That's what happens when dictators live? Yeah, you keep me alive, dude. It's only a matter of time. I'm happy to report that, you know, there were a couple of, uh, there were a couple of, uh, listeners that did, uh, contacted me after the show and said, like, yo, that was the best episode ever. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. In fact, What's... some people, yeah. not naming any names. Not naming any people, names. Some people, like, my mods, people, probably. They, they specifically listened to the podcast via stream. Oh. And that, that was the one time that they had 100% attention on said stream. Hold on. They had 100% attention on stream. On, on the stream. On the episode where to... I was going through a car microphone? Yeah. <laughs> What's up with you guys? What's up with you guys? What do you mean? The episode you could barely think... understand the audio for two-thirds of the podcast hosts? Oh, fine. Take the compliment away from me. See if I care. Jeez. <laughs> See if I care that See you're shitting all over the episode I did. I know, right? Like, I, I thought I did a fantastic job hosting that. And now you got me zip-tied to this damn chair. No, you did. No, you did a great job. You you honestly did a great job. My older sister, she listened to the, uh, the podcast. I listened to the podcast again. You know what I didn't realize? I didn't realize during the show that uh, there was, like, a delay. I didn't understand that. So, oh yeah, yeah, there was a delay, and I tried to work so hard around that delay, but I didn't want to tell you because I knew it would like, you would want to try do whatever you can to fix it, right? And it would just kind of like, from that point, it would be like, okay, well, it's gonna now disrupt the podcast. So I tried really hard to work with that delay. Yeah, I mean that you did an amazing job, honestly. Like I, I don't know if I could have done that good of a job. I, I think I think you were spectacular. You hosted everything. You came in clutch uh i just i think you know what else you did man you know what else you did you kept everybody in the live stream entertained by doing some fun stuff and it actually got me thinking <laughs> i was thinking did. to myself i was like how do we how can we make the live stream more enjoyable for people so that whole episode last week kind of gave me some ideas about some things to do with the live stream so if you're one of the people who watches our podcast and you watch it my notepad just fell and you watch it in the live stream i just want to say that we're, we're gonna we're, we're thinking about some things we're thinking about some things for year two of this podcast um and i i i hope that we can you know improve the experience for the listeners Whoa, across the board year including two in the live stream. season two you know, I was thinking about that. We're not a show. <laughs> There's not like story arcs or character arcs for us to do a season two. It really doesn't make sense to me. However, I am a fan of looking at my life in seasons. For instance, like when I started working at my uh, job at the post office, season one was like year one of me working there. Season two was like year two of me working. Season mm -hmm. two just wrapped up recently and the writing was off the charts for like, you know, it was, it was pretty crazy stuff that was going on at, you know, at my work. Um... You know, so we'll see what season three brings, but it does make me kind of think, like, do we... I just don't think that seasons make sense for a podcast. You know? I think it's a fantastic idea, and I think we should go really? for seasons. Really? Go for seasons! Go for seasons! Yes! I, here, here's what I might be open to. I might be open to doing a different season, like, post... Like, if this was season one, like... Okay, Halo Infinite launches? Okay, boom, season two. You know, in like the different kind of eras of what's going on with Halo. Uh, 
I might be open to that. What do you think about that? Um, so like, okay, there's Halo Infinite that's coming out. That's right. gonna be season two. And then if right. there's like another game that comes out after that, that'll be season three. Or maybe like, maybe like uh, six months after the game launches or something, when we kind of mm -hmm. get into like, okay, the hype of Halo coming out has kind of worn off. This is the community that we have. This is the community people are uh, that are playing. Forge is now launching. Like, okay, where are we at now that the game's been out for a while? Like, I could see that being like a season three. I, for me, it's one of those organization things where, like, maybe at some point you're going to want to come back and be like, okay, hey, wait, so what year was this? Or, like, when did we do this episode? If right. you can kind of relate to it via season one and season two or something, via right. year or something, it could make it a little easier to find. Um, that's oh, kind of the reason why people do seasons. It's like, oh, okay, well, was this was this year one or year two? If you know it's season two, then it would be year two kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I see that's, what you're uh, saying. Yeah, it's, it's an organization thing. That's what it's really for kind of thing. Well, let's talk about it more. I'm open to it. If that's something that, you know, that's an idea that you like. I feel like we're having, like, one of our, like, off conversation, like, conversations that we have, like, after the stream, right at the very right, beginning. Right, right, right. Yo, the stream's <laughs> over, man. The stream's over. Yeah. I mean, How was look, episode 51, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's a if, quick recording. <laughs> if that's something you're interested in, I, I'm, I'm totally open to it. It's not something I would normally do, but you know what? I'm, I'm a dictator who's kind of like, hey, I don't want everybody to, you know, Oh no 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 no! You changed. You, you said change. You lost your power last episode, and now you huh? changed this hey, episode. Don't push me, dude. I will come back with that van. I will shut that shit down right away. Yeah, any kind of yeah, there are no cracks here. I'm gonna be like a brand new supervisor at a new like location. He found the error of his ways. <laughs> There's no error. There's no error. I was a perfectly fine dictator, and you were all happy. <laughs> How have you been, by the way? How's the last week for you? Uh, last week has been a little bit tiring, actually. Tiring? I feel, like, I feel like I'm starting to spread myself a little thin, honestly. Yeah, just now? Just now. <laughs> just now. No. <laughs> Literally every single stream at the very beginning for the last couple of months has been, yeah, I'm exhausted. Work has been brutal. I'm pretty, uh, I don't know how I'm going to make it yeah, through like, this. Just, yeah, at this point, yeah, at this point it is. And now here we are. Um, you're now realizing you're stretched thin. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm stretching myself a little thin, but yeah. I don't know. I'm playing through. It's like I'm starting to think like maybe I should just take like a week off or something, you know, Whoa. like something to kind of recollect. A week off of work or kind of like a week of like everything to kind of like turn off everything just sort of like disappear for a week go out into the wilderness and wander around <laughs> mostly uh mostly work and then maybe like some some time for myself if you will because it, it, lately it's it has that's what it's been it's just been like okay well there's you know the stream okay yep. gotta do the stream gotta do the podcast right gotta do right, work right right gotta deal with family you yeah. know <laughs> like gotta deal with friends like friends have their own problems too so it's yeah. just like okay well you know all right well what about what about me now you know <laughs> right what are you doing for you about, that's that's an important now? thing man that's a really and then i'm sitting thing. here thinking to myself okay well daddy tracks has a family right like, i do yeah. how is he how is he handling this? oh i'm handling it not well <laughs> no, I am. Right? Like, yeah. are you sitting there like i need a week off wait you had a week off right and you were sitting there at the beginning of the episode and you're just like this is work yeah look it, it, vacation with a three-year-old and a one-year-old is kind of just like my normal days off but just geographically in a different location now i will say there's time that we had on the beach where the kids were kind of doing their thing right and in a couple of years it's gonna be a lot easier because like theo he's my one-year-old one and a half at this point 
he cannot be by himself right ezra who's my almost four-year-old look, look he he wants to interact with me and he wants to interact with people but like for the most part like you could probably get like a half hour you know at, at different points during the day where he's kind of good on his own he's like you know he, he's playing with his own toys he's doing independent play and stuff like that theo it needs to be held pretty much all the time he hates sand he hates water and so like unless you're carrying him he kind of struggles at the beach so you know it's it's one of those things where like okay if if we don't have any more kids and it's just the two um in like three or four years i can imagine it will be much more relaxing for me as a parent um, and maybe not, you know, maybe there's other things that will come up that I'm just not anticipating, but at least right now, physically, I think it's very demanding with very young kids. And so like when you go on vacation, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all the same stuff just in a different place. And, you know, you don't have the same house chores and stuff like that, that has to get right. done. So that part of it's good, but you're still trying to figure out food. You're still trying to figure out dinner. Still trying to figure out what are we going to do all day? Um, so you right. know, it, but it's also also it's not like you're sitting there juggling work like work work. It's you know, also like, true. Oh, you know, I got yeah, <laughs> to sure. deliver these packages today. Right. You know? Like it's not like you're doing that. Right. Not like, that being other time right. is being used for I don't know, just hanging out. I suppose. Not having work makes it a lot easier, and especially for my wife, who is normally like, you know, from the time that I leave in the morning until like, I and I I leave around like seven o'clock or so. So from like, seven o'clock in the morning until seven sometimes eight o'clock at night she's by herself mm -hmm. and so like she is all day long with the kids just by herself kids, yeah. for the most part and like she's still doing other work too she's running a cbd business she still does some like special education uh consulting kind of stuff. i don't exactly understand it but like she's still doing stuff like you know in in that industry so it's not, not like she's doing nothing aside from like you know being with our kids home all day so she has a lot going on. So being on vacation where I'm not working, yeah, it, it's a lot easier for the both of us. Um, but I will say my job's probably a little less stressful than being around kids all day, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Delivering mail's simple. Look, physically it's tiring, but it is very simple. You don't have to think a lot. I, I do have a friend that does work with Amazon, and he does also deliver mail. Yeah. And one of the things that he hates the most about working with Amazon, or at least del delivering the mail, yeah, is gaming chairs. He hates delivering oh, gaming chairs. You know what's interesting is I think that Amazon has us deliver a lot of their smaller packages. <clears throat> and so a lot of the Amazon packages that we have are like these very thin small packages that we can almost like fit in our arms honestly and like mix it in with some of our our flats and magazines and stuff mm -hmm. um i mean we get some big packages too but for the most part we i feel like we get the smaller ones i think that they send the amazon drivers with like the bigger packages because it's more cost effective for them to have their own people deliver the bigger ones um right i think i don't know i don't exactly get it but like i don't think i've ever delivered a gaming chair i've delivered monitors oh I don't think I've ever delivered a gaming chair though. Yeah, I know. Like my friend was telling me, uh, gaming chairs are like the worst to deliver. They're so heavy, and yeah. it's even worse when you have to take it to an apartment or something like that. Oh you have to yeah. Take it, like, oh, apartments are the worst. Such. Yeah, it's yeah. Apparently, it's it's really bad. Yeah, it's a huge really pain in the butt. Bad. Huge pain in the butt. Well, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Friend out there that works with Amazon, through you, man. Shout out to all the delivery people. We acknowledge you. <laughs> we do. We acknowledge you. And I, I empathize with your pain and suffering. <laughs> yeah, you probably more than anybody else, right? You probably more than anyone. Uh, but it's not that bad of a job. It's really not. It's probably the easiest job I've ever had in my life compared to the other jobs I've had. It's okay, definitely easier cool. than running painting jobs. Although painting was pretty easy, like once you get really good at it. But there's a lot more to think about with painting and trying to get like done during a certain time and stuff like that. Right. There's a lot more problem solving involved with painting, right? That's really yeah. I assume, right? Like, yeah, for sure. Um, this is more like you just kind of have to deal with your supervisor, and that can be really annoying. And I gotta be on. I got pulled into the office for my eleventh, eleventh PDI mystery. Do you know what a PDI is? Uh, professors, doctors. Inertia. It's a pre-disciplinary interview or something like that. A, a, oh, a palm pilot. Got it. Okay. Palm pilot. So. Oh, no, that's PDA. Damn it. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's a good reference, though. Um, I had my 11th one the other day. I've 11? only been working for two years. Yeah. Holy crap. How often is that? What? So you've been working for two years. Uh huh. That's, that's 11. Yeah, it's a lot. It's actually a lot. Eleven. Yeah. So what? By every one, once every two months, almost. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it was really more like I was good a year in, and then all of a sudden it was like I just I was kind of like clashing with my management a little bit. Uh, they were doing some stuff I didn't like. I was doing stuff they didn't like, and so we were kind of like yeah, you know, in a tug of war kind of you know battle for a little bit there. Ah, and, I see. Um, Look, I wasn't a perfect employee by any means. Uh, I have a tendency to, when I get annoyed, I have a tendency to say something and do things that, you know, probably I shouldn't. Um, but uh, all that to say, that is probably the hardest part of the job is just kind of dealing with management. Um, it's probably it. I mean, physically, like the rain sucks cold right. wet icy rain is the worst right the middle of the summer is tough but you know aside from that it's a pretty easy job cool yeah cool <laughs> so how do we go from here to now like yo so what have, you been, uh, what have you been playing lately or i got it ready ready okay, how about okay, this all right with all the kind of work stuff that we do and all the time that we have dedicated to everything else you need time for yourself you need time for yourself. For me, you know what I do for time for myself? I like to play Halo. I like to talk about Halo. And here we are, some new Halo news mystery. Hey, How about that? That wasn't too bad, look huh? Look at that. That's pretty good. That's right? quite the segue. That wasn't too bad. That's that's fantastic. I give myself a little bit of props I think there. You, I think you took some notes from your sister. That's fantastic. Good job. Oh, that's annoying. <laughs> I did this. <laughs> this is me. This is me. <laughs> Acknowledge me. Um, <laughs> Halo, out of nowhere, dropped a campaign overview. I shouldn't say out of nowhere. You and I have been talking about this for a while. Like, hey, they, they've got to say something about the campaign. Right. I imagine this is the last that we'll see of the campaign uh, until the game comes out. I don't think we'll get anything else. Right. Um, like we might get a multiplayer flight again, but I don't think we're going to see anything else with 
campaign until until it comes out. Okay. And they gave us a six minute I don't know what you want to call it. Campaign preview, sort of overview. I think they I think they literally call it the campaign overview on YouTube, the way that they titled it. And the campaign overview covers a lot. I mean, there is a lot of stuff. Six minutes is a long time, and they jam-packed it filled with stuff. Now, I have... The audio listeners can hear it. I have two pages worth of notes. I never have two pages worth of notes. I never take notes, but I took notes for today. I have 11 pages worth of notes. And I'm looking at all this, and I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't even think we have time to go through all this, but... There were some things that really stood out to me that I do want to talk about. And uh, mystery, first first thing I want to get, and I, I like to kind of get like all therapist tracks over here. Oh, crap. How, um, did, how, did, how did it make you feel when you watched the campaign overview? How were you feeling? What was the feeling as you're watching it, the feeling when it ended? What was going on inside of mystery emotionally? What was going on inside of Mystery Emotionally? Yeah, I was like, shit, I have feel. to talk about this on the podcast, and now I'm going to sound like a hypocrite. That's that's literally the thought that I had in that moment. Because I remember for the past couple of weeks, I've been like, okay, so where's the campaign stuff? Where's the campaign stuff, right? right? right. I was expecting only a trailer, a small trailer or something to tease up to it. Not a six-minute segment thing. Correct. You no, know? a small trailer, as in maybe I don't know, forty-five second, one minute, maybe two. But this is six minutes. Six right? minutes, bro. This is six minutes, and honestly, I was before it even happened, before even like before I even sat down and actually watched it, I was sitting there wondering to myself, okay, like, do I click on this? Yes or no? I know we're gonna have to talk about it on the podcast, but I was so conflicted trying to click on this knowing full well that they're going to jam pack it with whatever they can they're going to it's going to be something there's going to be a lot in there right uh-huh. a lot to uncover a lot to a lot to unfold and i kind of wish i didn't click on it whoa i know right i kind of wish i didn't click on it was it too much information that you're saying like you wish you didn't uh, is it like a movie trailer where they tell you everything that's going to happen in the movie um there was yeah there was that I suppose there, there there was quite a bit going on. I mean, like they did. I mean, I guess we'll get into it later on. But like, yeah, they showed they showed a few potential bosses we're going to be fighting and yeah, and so on and so forth. And I kind of I just wanted I just wanted something a little just more to like wet my appetite kind of thing, not right. not like an in depth kind of you know reveal. Right, you're ordering from right. the menu. You look at the appetizers and they have wings on there, and you're like, oh, yeah. I'll get these. But then it's a plate of six wings that you eat, and you're like, hold on, this was supposed to be an appetizer, but like, I don't know if I can eat a whole entree. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Is that what it was like? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was sitting there and I was just like, shit, man, I gotta talk about this on the podcast, and now I'm gonna sound like a hypocrite. And you know what? I sound like a hypocrite. But, um, yeah, I was really hoping to just see a small little, small little thing, you know, 45 seconds to a minute and it ended up being six minutes. And honestly, it did genuinely get me excited and want me to play the Halo campaigns again. Mm. That's, it did. It, I it definitely did make walked me away with to, that too. Yeah. I definitely wanted to play the Halo campaigns again. I definitely wanted to delve into more of the Banish stuff again. You know, like I wanted to go back and watch those Halo Wars 2 cutscenes and so on and so forth just to go farther in and deeper into the the lore of the banished right right um but um yeah no all in all it looked it looked great um it looked like a huge improvement 
it seemed like based on uh based on what uh i've seen it it looks it looks much more looks like there's more depth to it looks like there's more there okay um when i mean that i mean like you know in the landscapes and such it feels like it doesn't feel like just this blank canvas it feels like there's a little bit more there Trees, yeah, it's, it's uh, no gta 5 with the amount of like people and stuff like that but it definitely looks more not so remote right right exactly um because like when we saw the trip when we saw the demo for halo infinite uh, all the way back when um at the e3 i just all i saw was... trees no 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 I was, no all i saw was halo reaches forge world oh that's all i saw like that's all i could see <laughs> i see what you're saying i see what you're saying right and, and and now now that we're seeing like we saw more structures in there right we saw more banished camps and such like and stuff like that like it just right. felt a little bit more more filled right which is really exciting I can uh, see what that. about you what about you I, I think the feeling that i had was honestly my first feeling was I almost don't even want to say it because I don't want to come off negative because as I watched it more and as I like looked more into it, I got more excited. But I think, sorry, I think my initial reaction was kind of like, is this it? Is it all you got? Is this it? <laughs> is this what I waited six years for? This is six years into making. And this is what we got now. Okay. Some of it is, um, you know what? This is like, I just... I remember getting to the end of it and just feeling like they just they didn't they didn't yank me in they didn't pull me in I, I I don't feel any more excited to play the campaign now than I did before and I think part of the reason is like I most of the stuff we sort of already knew or or, or I had an idea about. Um, and the stuff that was brand new that I didn't really know before, I don't know if I'm excited about. So, real quick, just as an example, like, the bosses? Uh, Halo's had bosses since Halo 2. Yeah, right? There were no bosses in Halo CE, were there? No bosses in Halo CE. Uh, bosses started in Halo 2. Halo 3 had one boss. Halo 4... Who's the I boss in Halo 3? Through for three guilty spark guilty spark yeah that was the only one that's all i can think of yeah okay guilty spark yeah um halo 2 had uh had had about three of them in there the heretic leader um tartarus right and um the prophet prophet of uh oh right 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 the prophet of regret i was gonna uh, of... would you consider this the uh regret, scarab yeah. in halo 2 a boss fight no Oh, interesting. Okay, I think that well, I, I did, but I I see why you wouldn't. Okay. Right. Yeah. Because um, you're then, just yeah. you're just killing enemies. You're not like right. Right. Well, I mean, if that's the case, would you consider every single Harab you Harab, every single Scarab you fight in Halo Three Look to at be all those the Harabs boss. out there? Yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, that, that's actually what I was going to ask you about. I was wondering, like, do you consider no, the? No. See, like, I know I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Okay. All right. That's fair. Um. Yeah. Um, ODST, did it have a boss fight? No, it didn't have a boss fight. It's weird that they had three bosses in Halo 2, but then they only had one in Halo 3 and it was barely a boss fight. You know, I would, I wanted to be able to fight the Gravemind. 
I was thinking that in that mission, the Covenant, when the Grave Mine comes out and it starts attacking, right? Remember when the when Johnson grabs the Pelican and starts flying out, and then like Chief and Arbiter get stuck. I have a feeling there was supposed to be a boss fight there, and think they so. had to cut it or something. I yeah, don't know, you know, but... it is kind of interesting if you think about it. The Grave Mine was really the enemy in the original trilogy. I, I mean, of course, like the Covenant, and that's who you're directly fighting, but the biggest threat i would argue would be the flood and the head of the flood being the grave mind you would think this is the ultimate baddie and there is no killing of the grave mind there's not the you know aliens moment you know where ripley kills the queen and you and right. you know you're going in and killing the grave mind do you think that's like a it's like a whole side thing dude we're not even supposed to talk about this but like since we're on this tangent <laughs> do you think that's kind of like a missed opportunity that we didn't kill the grave mind I think it is a missed opportunity that we killed. We didn't kill the grave mine, but I also I don't believe I don't. I'm not on the same side as you in regards to the main enemy being the grave mine. I think the main enemy was the prophets. Interesting. Of the trilogy. Let me ask you one more um, question: Is it confirmed that the grave mine is dead? Um, I don't know. I I genuinely do not know that answer to that question. But also, that doesn't necessarily mean that there's no other grave mines out there. We have right. confirmed that in Halo Wars Two, you do. And this is a spoiler for anyone that hasn't played Halo Wars Two, but you do fight a prototype grave mine. Right, and and Captain Keys was being turned into a proto uh proto grave mine in Halo CE. I don't know if you know that. Right, but that that ring got absolutely destroyed. No, no, but I'm it. just saying, like, yeah. in terms of like there being other grave mines. Like, oh, whoa, I see. Okay, I right. see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I'm gonna see more flood. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping we're gonna see more flood. Oh, um, I think there were a couple hoping... of hints at it. I think there were a couple of hints at it. Oh, look at that! Maybe there's something I missed that you did not miss. Interesting, interesting. Interesting, very interesting. Like, so for for me, I was sitting there. I was like, oh my god, look at Master Chief's glove. Did you notice that he has like those lifelines or like those hand? That, you know, when you look at your hand, you have those like those lines on your hand. Did you notice that they had that on his glove? No. <laughs> What's that about? I don't know. Is it, was it like so that random. skin tight that the lines on your hands like come through? Yeah, unless it's just like it was designed specifically so it makes it easier for him to like like for that for that material to fold in the way that like i don't know that kind of makes sense i mean that's how your hand folds so it makes sense that like that right would... so if you're gonna have the material on him as well have it fold you know <laughs> that's pretty funny though i did not notice that i don't know why i don't know why i noticed that that's the thing you know what it might have been they might have been just like hey we need detail we need detail and they're like well what, what detail do you want on gloves it's just it's a glove and they go just find something and it's like ah, i guess i'll just put lines in it <laughs> said, i'll put hand lines in it if you want more detail here you go here's some detail for you <laughs> like if i'm the glove guy right and i'm like working on a glove for a month and they're like we need lots of detail i'm thinking to myself like detail. i don't know what and then i look at my hand i go I'll just put oh. all the lines in my hand in the glove. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Could literally be I don't that. know. Yeah, again, I don't know why I caught on to that, but I caught on to that. <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. Um, all right, so we went over our feelings. Okay, congratulations. We can move on from therapy. We will resolve these in 20 years when we're freaking yes, out about I something. Lost. Um, Actually, before we move on to your two pages sure. of notes. Yeah. Right? Did you come across this uh, Halo Infinite fan-made level by any chance? No, but I saw a YouTube video thumbnail of somebody who had played it. Right, I saw this video on uh, from Ubernick, and he was playing it. And honestly, 
like if Halo Infinite looked like that, holy crap! Like just the was it made in Unreal Engine? I don't know what it was made in, but I mean, I would assume yeah, it was made in some kind of like engine that is available to the public. Okay. Um, based on yeah, them using it. Yeah. Yeah. Based on them using it. Based um, on them but, probably yeah, no, not the, developing their own engine for this. Yeah, the uh, the amount of like the amount of depth, the amount of layers, the like it actually genuinely looks really great. It's gonna be embarrassing right. if that looks better than Halo Infinite. Um, I will post it up in the Discord. All right, and mm -hmm. you guys can see it. I'll, uh, you guys can see Uber next video from there. Yeah, put it in the link uh, drop. But yeah, I'll put it in the link dump. Link podcast. dump. Dash podcast dash link dash dump. People at first thought that that was like a link dump for like their own stuff. Oh yeah, no, we were just completely teasing you. Yeah, and they're like, should I dump all my like promotional stuff in there? I'm like, well, no, 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 we got we got promotions in the Discord. By the way, if you're working on something, throw it up, throw it up in our promotions section of our Discord, and uh, we'll get a ch take a take a look at it. I tend to look through that to make sure I kind of like support people who are, you know, involved in our Discord and our community. So right, you know. and now if I'm correct, there is there has been podcast links uh, linked up there, right? Um... Yeah, MH Cosplay has a podcast that he does, and I believe who's the other one. There's somebody else. Uh, Ooh. Uh, hold on. Ooh. Uh, hold on. Let's see who. Let's see. Who's faster? Let's Who's see who pulls this up first. I'm looking for it. Um, Who's MH cosplay and then Random Seven's been posting his first. Yeah, Random Sevens has Halo his uh, YouTube channel. He's playing through Halo Reach right now, which is pretty dope. So there, go check his yeah, stuff and out. I believe um, Shady has also been uh, posting stuff. Shady, Fire Mage, yeah, Toasted. Fire Mage. I don't know. Yeah, you're making that up. Yeah, you know, he, he streams every once in a while. Yeah, but he doesn't post on here, does he? I don't see it on here. I'm looking at one from him. What? Yeah, he posted uh, the game the highlights from the game night. Oh, there it is. I'm going to delete that. So I got to talk to him about kidding. them. I got to be like, hey, dude. <laughs> I'm put kidding. that one on the Spartan YouTube. <laughs> right, yeah, so I, I'll post it up but in he the... Hosts uh, it, so. I'll post it up in the uh, in the link dump, and then uh, yeah, we can go on. Now we can go on to your two pages of uh, notes. Beautiful, I'm beautiful. I'm genuinely curious about this now. I'm gonna hit some things pretty quick because there's some things oh. that we don't need to spend a lot of time on. After all, we are the most popular newest Halo podcast. That's the most approachable for brand new Halo fans. So we're not we gonna get to, super to, into to, all. We need to shrink that down, man. Do we? we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> that's such a mouthful. It is such a mouthful. We're the most approachable Halo podcast. How about that? Okay, I can agree with we're this. We're the most popular, approachable. Oh, how about that? We're the most popular, approachable Halo. Everybody like needs something to say about how they're the best, right? And so like mm -hmm. you just like find someone. Like, oh, we're like the most popular among like twenty-three-year-olds. So that's what we'll talk about. <laughs> Our demographic is 23 years old. If you're not 23, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> we have a large portion of uh, women who actually listen to the podcast. I might start like teasing that one. You know what it is? It's your haircut. It's your fancy haircut, right? Yeah, you know, my fancy haircut that people have yeah. seen for a good 31 minutes is the reason why we have a large portion it's of the, women. It's, who, yeah, I know. It's yeah. the anticipation of this fantastic looking haircut you got there. Thank you very much. You I'm starting a gang here. in Northern Ireland. <laughs> This was uh this was a joke mentioned in the uh, just before the podcast recording by the way. Peaky blinders. <laughs> um, so let's talk about this. Let's hit these real quick. First thing that I have written down here is the difference in graphics and detail. What? Uh, so okay. there were a couple uh 
uh, there was a discover hope trailer that came out a while ago when they first kind of like announced halo infinite in like an official capacity where they showed the marine on the pelican he finds chief out in space he plugs the oh, thing uh, in brohammer or whatever his name is yeah brohammer yeah. it's not actual his name but they i i hope they call him brohammer i would be really happy about that yeah what if his code name is brohammer i be would great. really yeah, be happy go. about that so brohammer is like looking at that little thing and he misses his kids whatever um and then they have the E3 2020, or was it 2019? I think it was 2020 showing uh, campaign. Oh, 2019. Wow. 2019 uh, campaign showing. Maybe it was 2020. Whatever. The point is, gameplay for the... The demo? The demo was 2020. Yeah, the demo. Thank you. The demo at E3 2020 came out, and people were like, this does not look good. And so there mm -hmm. were sections that were purposefully like you can tell three for three was like hey make sure that we take parts of that trailer and parts of that demo and include them in this overview so people can kind of compare and see how far we've come and it looks great it looks great the detail there's far more detail there's hands there's lines in master chief's gloves uh you can see that the detail in his armor uh, is 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 <laughs> Is... I took that in for a second. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it, it's very clear that they've polished. They spent a lot more time with the detail, and I think that the year delay that they took is making this game, at least from the campaign perspective, um, way more beautiful. I think it looks much nicer, and so I, I think that that's something to note. That was the largest criticism coming out of that demo was like, "Hey, this doesn't look great," and so I think. So far, it seems like everybody is in agreement. This game looks great. Yeah, it looks fantastic. In yeah. terms of its graphics and detail and stuff like that. So that's the first right. thing I've written down here. Uh, the second thing that I have written down here is the open world. Ooh. Now, we knew it was open world. We knew it was semi-open world, whatever they want to call it. This actually looks more open world, open world than semi-open world, whatever the hell that okay. means. We still didn't really get the exact idea. It looks like there's there's sections of the Halo ring that you go around, and they have these things called FOBs. Mystery, do you know what an FOB is? It's uh, fresh off the boat. <laughs> I'm not wrong! Am I? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a forward operating base. <laughs> oh. But, but an FOB is also fresh off the boat. Yeah, that guy's an FOB. <laughs> it is He's fresh right? off that boat. It's, I don't know. I don't, know. Dude, that I don't know. Okay, I don't know if this at this point that's supposed to be derogatory or anything. If it is meant to be derogatory, I apologize. I just thought. Dude, everything's thought derogatory, bro. You can't say anything without it being offensive, man. Well, also I'm Canadian, so I gotta apologize. So yeah, you know, you're fresh off your fresh off the line in the woods. Damn right. Don't drink that beer. <laughs> you might spit it out. <laughs> uh, the game is open world, open world. They have these things called FOBs, forward operating bases. What okay. is a, go ahead. What's the natural question here, mystery? What is a fresh off the boat? Uh, the, what is a forward operating base? And a forward operating base is a place that you capture in the world. In the open world, you take it over from the banished. And these are kind of like points of interest in a way. They are, I mean, they're more than just a point of interest. But it's basically like, 
it's a way to access weapons and vehicles um you can fast travel from fobs to fobs um when you capture an fob it reveals all the unsc and all the banished kind of like activity in the area like hey if there's some marines that need rescuing they'll show up on the map if there's some outposts that the banished are in control of that will show up on the map um and then it's where you can use valor to unlock resources now what is the next question mystery what kind of resources do we get what is valor valor is, is the resources that you use to unlock stuff so i guess like you do side quests you do main quest and you unlock valor and then you use valor like hey i need a rocket launcher hey i need a mongoose and then you spend valor at an fob uh and then you can use that wait 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 so they're like they're points they're like points they're you're, you you spend points you spend valor you spend valor points. Yeah, yeah. In in this world. Yes. In this open world. Yes. To buy to buy what? Resources. To buy resources. Yes. Weapon variants, weapons, vehicles, that kind of stuff. You don't sound happy buy, about this. How, you're gonna buy. Where are the vehicles coming from? Pelicans drop them off. <laughs> Pelican drop off. So they just, they just, do they just miraculously appear? Ooh, you're not happy about this. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning is, but you spend you spend your valor. You spend. I spend my valor. You spend. <laughs> I spend. Valor. I love your reaction, to Valor. <laughs> Spend your valor, yeah. I think um, that should be the. I think that should be the name of the episode today. You spend <laughs> your valor. You spend your valor. Now, just shady TV says, "Hey, this has a sort of MGSV feel to it." What is MGSV? Metal Gear Solid Five. I've never played Metal Gear Solid Five, but he is not the first person to point out. This seems like an Ubisoft kind of open world thing. This seems like a uh, seems like we've seen this before. Again, the question that I'm asking is: Is this worth the six years that we've been waiting? All right, you got Valor to spend. Okay, at your FOBs. Okay. Um, now, when you capture, oh, sorry, go ahead. Did you have no, something? Go on. I was gonna say when no, you capture your FOB, we're come back to it, so we'll on. probably come back to it. When you capture your FOB. Another thing that opens up are, you know, banished occupied outposts that you need to take over to earn more valor uh, and to find un uh, to find collectibles. OK, so first we're going to talk about collectibles. Let me go on the second page here. Collectibles. We're already done one page. No, but I'm jumping around a little bit. So, oh. that, way, so that way it makes more <laughs> sense. Like, holy gee. So that way it makes more sense because they. they they jump around in the video to like different things, so I have right, a, right. I'm sort of Welcome reorganizing the ASMR it. segment of the podcast where you hear crinkling paper. Right? There it is. There it is. This is paper. Stop it! You're making me tingle. Stop it! <laughs> half our audience turned off the show because they're annoyed, and the other half fell asleep. All right, collectibles. <laughs> So traditionally in Halo, there have been collectibles. Ever since Halo 2, there were skulls that you could find. Halo 2 also had some other weird things, but uh, Halo 3 then turned skulls into like things that you could... Um, basically, when you capture a skull in Halo 3, 
that skull kind of represented something, right? There's a skull that sort of, you know, you could then activate it later on. It would, you know, take away your HUD in the campaign. So you couldn't like see anything. It kind of like added a, like a layer of difficulty. Yeah, usually it's an extra challenge, yeah. Yeah, so there's gonna be skulls in this game and skulls are gonna be collectible. There's seven different kinds of collectibles in this game. It's nuts. So seven different kinds? Are we gonna get golden statue MOAs? Maybe. Maybe, oh. because four of these things, I have no idea what they are. One okay. is definitely skulls. There's definitely skulls that you collect. Okay. Two, they have the the circle rings. Do you know at the, um, when they showed the demo, there was the starting menu, and there was like a circle ring that kind of had this like glowy blue thing to it. And then like it said like press start or whatever. And right, then, yeah, 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 it's a okay. halo. Go so on. that circle glowy thing definitely um uh it looks like there's some collectibles that have to do with those rings i don't know exactly what they are or what they do but eh, it's a collectible maybe you just walk through it and you collect it by the way breaking news this is just in jimmy the old host oh i thought he was dead i thought he was <laughs> captured and uh, by the mechanical elves in the fourth dimension Turns out he's talking in the chat right now. So either somebody got his account and is typing, or he actually lives. Pig's podcast reported that he was standing outside of a McDonald's or something like that, telling people that there's no potatoes. Uh, but it looks like he does live, so it's kind of interesting. We have an announcement later on about next week, by the way, which is going to kind of be exciting. Um, anyway, so you got skulls. You got the circle rings. Uh, then they had something that looked like kind of like a data pad. Uh, maybe it's an audio log. In Halo 5, there were audio logs. And in Halo 3 ODST, there were audio logs that you could, that kind of told an extra story. So I that imagine. Was cool. That was really cool. I imagine um, there's going to be some storytelling in Halo Infinite with audio logs. I'm almost positive of it. Um, so that's what I thought this one was. And then there's four others that I have no idea what they are, but there are other things that you can collect. So Probably terminals. Yeah, I imagine that we probably have terminals. Like I could imagine terminals. I could imagine Intel, extra Intel or something like that. Maybe other like backstory or like, because they had Intel in Halo Reach, if I remember correctly. So yeah, maybe there's some Intel, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking maybe golden Moas somewhere. Golden Moas. Just, just shoot, shoot something and it goes. Oh, sorry. What was the noise again? It was the, it was the, yeah. <laughs> it was the hooray. 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 Um, yeah, so there's, look, there's collectibles. <laughs> Dope. Okay, cool. All right, there's collectibles. Do we need to spend any more time on that? There's collectibles. Aside from the collectibles, there's an outpost that you can attack. Now, this is where they spent a, a little bit of a portion of this uh, campaign overview looking at Master Chief attacking an outpost. Now, here's what's cool about these outposts. It's clear that you can attack these outposts however you want. Uh, in the opening shot, Master Chief just starts firing rockets from a distance. Uh, there's another shot where he's uh, flying or he's driving right through the middle with a um, oh what's that vehicle called uh, from the banished a um, the motorcycle what's that called why can't I think of it chopper thank you he's driving a banished cho chopper through and running people over then it shows him um, getting out and just kicking ass now this is part of what I think Halo Infinite is going to be really like th this is what I think okay there's something that they showed off that I thought looked really cool. There's one part where Master Chief uses grappling hook. He's flying around, shooting people with the BR, firing rockets down on people. And I thought to myself, look, 
if Halo Infinite, like if everybody gets to play Halo Infinite a little bit differently, and maybe you're a stealth kind of guy and you want to take off dudes from a distance with a sniper rifle, and then maybe they have like silenced weapons that you can use to get in and up close. And then there's the other people who just want to use vehicles and blow stuff up. If I can just play as a Spider-Man with a bazooka, I'm going to be very, very happy about Halo Infinite. It sounds it's like... It's going to be very, very loud. Very loud. <laughs> I just want to swing around and just shoot that thing at the ground and blow people up. That, to me, seems like the most fun way to play this game. And, like, that's what they showed. And it's like, hold on a second. I get to Spider-Man bazooka everybody. Like, I'm into that. I am down. I'm so excited by that. So, um... There's also something I want to talk about. Um, uh, Mystery, did you ever play The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker? Negative. Okay. Did not. In The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, the whole world is a giant ocean with a bunch of islands, and you can you basically sail from island to island to island. Um, okay. They put some obstacles in for you, sailing from island to island to island. One of the obstacles that they put in every once in a while is a pirate outpost. What is a pirate outpost? A pirate outpost was just this 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 little literal post in the ground that had ladders and they climbed up onto you could climb up onto this platform and there are these hobgoblins that's like what the enemies are called in, in Zelda who were operating cannons and they would fire cannons out at your boat as you're driving by and then you could use your your boat and fire cannons back at them and it was really fun for me whatever year that came out as a kid just 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 i would spend so much time just taking over these outposts and there was not really like that much of a reward for it but it was just so fun for me to just blow up an outpost from a distance and then get in and take everybody out while they were weak and then you know there'd be some sort of treasure and I, I thought to myself, like, hold on, if that's what Halo Infinite's going for, I am I am so interested in that. I think I think taking over banished outposts could be just a ton of fun. And so I'm I'm excited to do that. I'm excited to do that. I think as long as I don't have like a like I I think I could put on my headphones, turn out all the lights, kind of like just disappear and just enjoy taking over outposts that the banished are controlling i think i'm i'm really excited and really happy about that idea so from what i saw and from what they showed off about attacking banished outposts i'm very excited about what they were showing um is there anything that i've talked about so far mystery about this open world part that you have a comment on or agree with me or disagree with me about um that kind of stood out to you do you know, out of, out of curiosity, do you know by any chance, you know those banished outposts? Would you happen to know if they're going to be like little firefights in there? Um, Like you take over the, you're taking over and there's like reinforcements coming in from the banished? Yeah, that usually, yeah, maybe there's like three or four different waves of banished that are kind of coming out to defend. So in the, in the overview, there was a banished phantom that was coming in, I imagine, to drop off reinforcements. So... So maybe there are reinforcements that would come in. I don't know if it would feel like firefight, but that seems like a great opportunity to like have an outpost. Okay, now you have to like fend off a whole bunch of like banished that are coming in. I think that that's, I think that'd be a great way to kind of keep it fresh. If like some of them you had to sort of do that, but I don't know right. that for sure. 
We right. got ideas I, over here. Mystery has ideas. We, three we for do. Three. But I also feel like at some point that could kind of get a little tedious, right? Like it's like, oh, I got to take down this outpost and I got to go through six waves of these guys before right. it can actually, you know, take it down. Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Kind of thing. So I don't know. I just, I, I wasn't sure if that's because like it's not that it's not the first time in games we've seen an open world where like okay there's these outposts or whatever and you have to you know you know you have to take them down like i know i played spider-man and like that was a thing in spider-man right where you had like all these different kinds of enemies they had their own outposts they had their own territories and you had to go in and you had to kind of like clear them out right and then there you go right it was fun for the first time but then my next playthrough it was like okay this is starting to feel a bit ugh, a little tedious right 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 so, so like, how do we sure. keep like, this fresh? Think, yeah, yeah. Do you think it's gonna be like a one wave kind of thing? So whatever's there, right then and there, you can just go ahead and take it out. Or does it get progressively? Does it get progressively difficult as the, as you continue on your campaign or as you go on your journeys throughout the throughout Zeta Halo, where it's like, okay, well, maybe you chose to not attack this outpost right now and come back to it maybe closer to the halfway point of the game. Do they now have more difficult enemies like there now? versus you know um versus if you had fought it when you came across it the first time you know just to you know mix it up yeah. if you will yeah you know that's a really good question i'm not sure i'm sure that they've spent a lot of time thinking about it so right. i hope that they have really thought about that and come up with different ways to make the outpost feel interesting i'm hoping that they don't do the kind of like well, hey, you can approach it any way that you want, so it's always different. I I hope like like that's not what they're thinking. Um, I hope that, well, I I hope that there's different enemies. I hope, I, I'm not sure. I can see that being an issue, but I'm hoping again. They've spent six years making this game. I right. hope that they would have that addressed. Right, right. I just I just don't want to have to like. I okay, so you know. I've said this. I've said this Go on the ahead. podcast before. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out how to say it. I've said this on the podcast before. I just don't feel like, like o Master Chief is like a character you use in an open world. I'm just. It's just one of those things for me. You know. I can understand that. There's a part of me that thought a really good way to make an open world Halo game would be to, uh, for it to not revolve around the Master Chief, like give him a linear campaign, and then right. in the way in Halo Four how you had your own multiplayer spartan be a part of uh fire team what was it majestic majestic fire team majestic crimson. crimson 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 thank you majestic yeah. was the other one um majestic was the other one fire team crimson and you know spartan ops was basically like your spartan in the campaign in halo 4 kind of it's really post halo 4 but um if you didn't play it it was kind of like they used your spartan and kind of told a story um right. you're you're spartan for multiplayer so like that's kind of what i thought we were gonna get like a linear campaign with the master chief and then like the after game would kind of be this open world thing that you would kind of roam around with your multiplayer spartan clearly not the case clearly not the oh, case that would be cool i would be down for that yeah well you know what? they didn't talk to us dude we have ideas <laughs> we have ideas yeah i just yeah i and i hate like, and i'm not gonna like of course i'm not gonna walk into halo infinite and be like oh it's open world oh you're fucking Jesus. open world like, yeah dude. exactly i'm gonna i'm gonna try to stay as open-minded as possible and see how it turns out and then maybe report back to the, to the podcast on how i feel about it or how i feel it was executed yeah i'd hope you um, would do that at some point <laughs> right yeah and then see from there but at this particular moment in time i just i i personally feel like the character of master chief 
um is not really is not really primed or is not really like a fit for an open world environment is he's right. I, for him it's very like you're sending him in to deal with the big things these side missions of taking out these uh outposts and stuff it doesn't yeah. feel like something that i guess the master chief would do i mean it, he would do it in the canon seems like something um, he would be but, doing in a book right yeah i suppose but like yeah I think it's. I think it should still be very much mission selection based, um, and then have an open world game for a, like another character. Right. That's yeah. if I were designing Halo Infinite, that's how I would have done it. But uh, yeah, it's not like a forerunner. A forerunner game would be great for open world. Fantastic yeah. for open yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Oh, that's not what they're doing. Master Chief is, uh, and they said it plenty of times. You will play as the Master Chief. I mean, it's so unbelievable how just different the philosophy of 343 and bungie are when it comes that to was, their approach with master chief D that's kind of confusing right did because, that stand like, out to you, you you yeah you bring that up because like remember joseph joseph staten has also mentioned like hey like um there were two characters that were made when you played halo ce there was you and there was the master chief right what happened to that now that dynamic now now it's now the marketing is very much like you are the master chief. you are the master chief you're not, not you the master chief you know correct like, Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean that that was exactly what happened when three four three took over. Is there was right. a head of studio shift from Bonnie Ross to we are focusing on Master Chief as a person. He's mm -hmm. no longer you. You're not Master Chief. You play as Master Chief, but you're not Master Chief. Right. It's weird to me. Uh, we'll, have to, to me. well, I guess we'll have to see how it turns out at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, philosophically, but, it's just like that's just what it is, right? And it's like, okay, I am this like it's it's just it's weird. It's a weird thing to do for a video game because video games are all about immersion. You're becoming the character, mm -hmm. and for them to specifically put up kind of like a wall in between that and go like, hey, we're gonna move further away from you being the character. It's a very strange thing for a video game. I could see that for a book. I could see that for a movie. I could see that for no whatever but for them to actively move away from this idea of like you being the master chief which is why he has so few lines it's still an interesting thing to me that stands out you get to play as the master chief oh thanks that's just weird right. to me i don't know that's that's always gonna be something that i i preferred that bungee style of like the immersion of you are this guy you are saving humanity not you are playing as somebody saving humanity. And I, if it sounds like the same thing to you, um, I understand that like it, it, it might be a little bit hard to get that distinction. But the distinction is you being the player versus you being the observer. And in all three for three games, Master Chief, you are observing Master Chief. You might get to control his body with the controller, but you are observing Master Chief. Whereas in the Bungie era, maybe minus Halo 3. In the Bungie era, Halo 1 and Halo 2 for certain is very much you are playing and you 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 become Master Chief. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Well, let's keep talking about this. So attacking Banished Outposts as the Master Chief, not you. As the Master Chief was attacking one of these outposts, he started doing some equipment upgrades mystery. Did you see this? Oh. Um, yeah, I did. So talk about some RPG elements. Mm -hmm. He opened up a menu, which showed a grapple shot, 
a shield core, a threat sensor, a prop wall, and a thruster. Interesting to see the thruster in there. Everybody kind of thought that the thruster was removed because you didn't see it in Halo Infinite multiplayer. Um, but a thruster, as everybody who's played Halo 5 knows, is a ability that you have as a Spartan multiplayer to be able to thrust. So the thruster lives on, but seemingly maybe only in Halo Infinite campaign. Maybe it might be like a custom game kind of option that they turn on, but it doesn't seem like at least equipment that we've seen in multiplayer yet, but it does exist. And so in this little scenario, Master Chief goes up against a boss. It's a boss. A boss or a mini boss? It looked like a mini boss to me. Maybe a mini like boss. boss. It was basically yeah. like a Rambo brute. He's holding like a rocket launcher, like down like a minigun, you know? It kind right, of looked cool. Right, right, right. I um, thought that was an interesting detail to add. But sorry, I thought it was on. cool. I liked how the brutes were holding the rocket launcher. I liked that it wasn't over the shoulder, how you normally see it. Right. Um, it would seem so puny to them kind of thing. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I want to see dual wielding rockets from brutes. Um, uh, no. Do you know how crazy that would be on legendary? would <laughs> be insane. Uh, so the master chief enters. That's a enters... skull right there. That's a skull. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> every every weapon is dual wielded. Dual wielding rocket uh, yeah. brutes. I love it. Um, <laughs> but so master chief, he upgrades his thrusters. And so it looks like in this menu, you can upgrade your equipment. And he basically upgrades his thruster to a level five, which allows him to cloak uh, for like a couple seconds immediately after thrusting. So Master Chief then thrusts behind the brute. The brute loses him. And then he takes out a hammer and he smashes the brute and kills him. So it was just a way of showing like, hey, here's how equipment can affect this game in the campaign. Um, and what I took away from that is like, oh, well, this is interesting. This is definitely the most RPG element that I've ever seen in a Halo campaign for sure. Right. You can literally upgrade different aspects of your equipment, choose which equipment to upgrade. Um, and it seemed like it was a permanent thing. Like, hey, if you upgrade, if you upgrade your thruster to level five, like he wasn't at a base ordering a level five thruster okay okay that would be like hey you have an option to have an upgraded thruster for a couple uses it's not mm -hmm. what it looked like because he did it they did it from like a menu that showed off the equipment in the middle of a battle so the player paused the game and then upgraded their equipment right so i think it's a permanent upgrade that you then have moving forward now, I'm not necessarily opposed to this, but it is certainly the most RPG element that we've seen in a Halo campaign ever. Yeah, that's true. Um, and who knows what that kind of changes. I don't hate it. I remember a long time ago saying that this game, I was kind of like, you know, when we first saw it, I remember thinking to myself, like, this looks like the Legend of Zelda, but like in Halo. And I was thinking about like the upgrading the equipment. I was like, what is that like? And then I remember in The Legend of Zelda, you get arrows, like a bow and arrow. You usually get it like sometime in between, like like at least in the first half of the game, maybe the first third of the game, you usually get like a bow and arrow at some point. Mm -hmm. And as the game goes on, you eventually get fire and ice arrows and then light arrows, and they all have different abilities. So it's like you kind of upgrade the, kind of upgrade the items that you have in, in Ocarina of Time or Orcarina, however the hell you pronounce it. Um, 
you start out with the hook shot and then you eventually get the long shot and so like there's different upgrades that you get with your items and so like this idea of upgrading items to help you access different areas and different regions and like it's not a new thing it's just almost jarring to see in a halo skin in a halo game it's like what is this this is definitely new so yeah well, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I think that's one of those things that like I saw in the overview and I was like, Ooh, I don't know how I think. Now here's the I'm, deal. If I can upgrade a grapple shot that like, gives me unlimited grapples and I can just fire rockets down, like, okay, I'm kind of for that. And I, I, I like how they do that, but I don't know. What do you think about this element? It, it definitely makes the Halo Infinite campaign more of a, uh, an RP, a big RPG element your master chief is going to be different than my master chief. I kind of don't like that, but at the same time, I, I get it. So where are you at with that mystery? Do you think that would be the case? Like your master chief will be different than my master chief? Or do you think that like eventually what will end up happening is you'll just have the most powerful version of master chief that you can have? Well, kind of thing. So by upgrading different equipment items, in a different order, we have a different Master Chief. Now, maybe by the end of the game, he's fully upgraded in everything, and then we do have the same Master Chief, like you're saying. Right, and that's kind of what I'm going at. You know, at the end of the day, at the, by, the, by the time you're done the game, your Master Chief's going to be the same as my Master Chief. Yeah, and maybe upgrade. that's the case. So maybe that kind of like evens itself out. And again, like you get to upgrade the different items that you want for your equipment based on like how you want to play the game. If somebody wants to be more stealthy, the thruster with the camo makes a lot of sense. I promise you, I'm not gonna get the thruster with the camo. I do not care about that. I don't. I don't want the camo. I want to know what the grapple Until you shot's find doing. Out it's the most overpowered thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I, I, I do. I like raining rockets in from a distance and watching people blow up and snipe them. Like that's probably gonna be the way I play this. I'm, I'm probably gonna be at a distance and fire rockets and shoot off sniping things, sniping things, snipe, sniper shots. Um, and maybe I'll approach every outpost different. I don't know. And that is kind of what is exciting about this is that you get to you get to play this game how you want. And that is an exciting thing for sure. That is an that is an exciting thing. So um that those are all the things that I brought up about the open world. Is there anything else that you want to talk about when it comes to the open world? Aspect I'm just, of it. I'm concerned. I'm actually concerned about this upgrading thing. I'm genuinely concerned about it. What are your concerns? What are you thinking, Mister? What's going through your brain? What's, go what's going through my brain? I've always found that like having these upgrades and, and such, it always it always gets me confused and actually slowly just turns off my brain, kind of thing. Like I just I can't think. Too I many just, choices, kind of thing. Yeah, there's too many options, and now I have to now I have to consider this while I'm doing this, and and now it's just I don't know like it's throwing me it throws me off it throws me off big time and then i, I it just really does turn turn me off in, in in the game altogether it's always been an issue with me with games like fallout where you have to like pick personality traits and stuff like that and it's like do you want more luck or charisma or strength or stamina? and it's like dude I, this is way too much for me i will literally go to youtube and look up different builds of characters and then follow like a pattern that somebody else lays out for me to enjoy that game because like it's too many options for me and i don't i don't want to have to think that much 
Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. I would just much me personally. I would just much rather, you know, find a weapon on the ground or find a find like an armor ability or something that you'd have to use on the ground or something. Right. Right. Or unlo- I guess unlock it by finding it. You know, maybe sure that's okay. I'm okay with that. Right. But um, having to now sit in a menu and pick out and read out like all these different upgrades that I'm going to be getting. It just doesn't feel like it's a game that I would want to put my attention all on, right? Like, I guess it works in a, in a game like, I don't know, it works in a game like Tomb Raider, but it only worked for, like, a couple of minutes. After that, like, I just now started on just unlocking things, and I never ended up actually using those abilities or ended up using those skills at all because I right. just never really thought about it. Right? I can see that. Yeah, I get that. And that's what I'm concerned about with halo with halo infinite now that you've got you're getting these kinds of upgrades from master chief yeah no don't get me wrong it's it's allowing you to have different play styles but it doesn't cater and i'm not saying it has to cater to me but it doesn't cater to someone like me i'm definitely one of those people who wants like i don't traditionally play rpgs um i only play fallout because i like that universe i played through skyrim because i like that universe the rpg was not an attraction i played those games despite it being an rpg not because it was an rpg and i don't know how many rpg people are going to look at halo and go oh that's an rpg i want to play because this game does not seem like the same kind of rpg like uh, a skyrim or an avowed or any of these other rpgs that are like really into their system so like this game is like a soft rpg it's like dude this game is like it's trying to be everything right it's like semi-open world soft rpg like maybe it's just super approachable and maybe that's maybe that's perfect maybe it's not going to be like a layer of rpg that's going to freak me out and take me out of the game um it's possible i mean it's all at at the end of the day it's all about execution right and how do you plan on handling this right how how do you execute this yeah right and i'm okay with that it's i just i don't know we'll see i'm gonna i'm gonna take it with an open mind i'm gonna see i'm gonna see how it plays and see how it goes from there but at this particular moment in time when it comes to that kind of stuff with uh you know these skill points or, or getting these upgrades it's just not I don't know. It just doesn't feel like something I would be interested in. Right. Now, I will say, I was thinking about this. Attacking yeah. a banished outpost in co-op multi, uh, like co-op campaign seems like a really fun thing to do. I was it thinking does. about that. I was like, it this does. this could be a lot of fun if you had like two people at a distance with like rockets just ready to go. And then you had somebody drive through the middle and then they fired off their rockets like as everybody's chasing the vehicle and they blow up and you got some other dude getting in like... I'm excited about attacking these outposts. I just don't know how I feel about the the RPG elements. And, you know, we'll, we'll... We'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it plays out. For sure, it's way too early to tell. It's all speculation that we're doing right here of, like, how's this going to be? Um, right. And hopefully, after six years, this game is worth it. Uh, okay. <laughs> One more thing I want to talk about, uh, about the world before we get into some kind of... Uh, some of the well i guess the story aspect is really the last thing that i have on here um i want to touch on the vehicle real quick (laughs) there's this one part where master chief saves these marines and he throws them in a warthog and then immediately drives off this gigantic cliff which is pretty hilarious um (laughs) and the memes that are coming out from that are, are pretty funny but if you watch it you will notice something that i noticed a while ago there is some kind of way to control 
your vehicle when it's in midair. Now, I did not use the Warthog in the multiplayer, and I don't know if this exists in the multiplayer, but I've seen it now twice in the campaign where Master Chief's driving, and it looks like he changes the angle of the vehicle in midair. And when he goes right off the ledge, right before the scene cuts, you can kind of see, like, instead of falling forward and kind of rolling forward like it looks like it's going to it all of a sudden kind of like snaps back out of nowhere and so i think that we are going to get this kind of driving that'll be a lot of fun where you can kind of in the same way grand theft auto 5 does it you can kind of control the way it's going to land uh which i think is a good move it takes out the realism but honestly i think it makes it a lot more fun so um we talked about that before and i was just kind of happy to see that again <laughs> nice bosses uh, well, we actually talked about this a little bit, but I didn't, I didn't get too much into it. Um, they showed off like three bosses that we're going to be fighting. I don't. Oh, that's, that's just three, right? Like, there's still there could be more. Oh yeah, for sure, more. for sure, there could definitely be more. There's this like Spartan killer elite guy who looks kind of cool because he has like this red energy sword shield looking thing, and then like an actual red energy sword. Like, right. okay, cool, you look cool. Okay, dude, you look cool. There's this jump packing group before, by the way. Sorry for interrupting. But yeah, no, you're fine. Where did they show that before? I don't remember. Um, they mentioned him in a article or something. This is the, like this character you're seeing. It's he's been out. He's been known for at least a year. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He was one of those like uh, Halo Waypoint articles or something like that. Interesting. Exactly. They yeah, got this. Um. Oh God. I remember hitting Xperia or something like you know posting talking a about video it. about it. Yeah, and and seeing like that exact same design so that's all right go on no you're you fine it's pretty neat i don't know where the bosses fit into this game i don't know if they're just like at the center of these outposts or if they're at the center of these places that eventually become forward operating bases like i, I don't know where they come in at i don't know how they operate in the story i'm a little bit confused about how all that intertwines but well, I mean, if you have an open world, you're going to have to have bosses. It's just kind of the way the open world formula works, right? Like Is you're going to you're going to if you're going to go if we're going to be exploring Zeta Halo, right? I would assume that we're going to have different areas and those areas are going to have a main boss. Okay. Right? Okay. And yeah. that's that's the way I'm seeing it. So like that first like that first boss that you see, I think the, the I think he threw fusion coil at him or something. You yeah. saw like the, the health bar above him. The jump packing I, brute. I, yeah. I have a feeling he's going to be one of the first bosses you fight. Jet packing, right? not jump. And pack. then maybe, then maybe later on, that's where you're gonna find that, um, you know, that uh, the Spartan Slayer Elite, right? You're gonna find him probably maybe at the halfway point of the campaign or something, and then you know closer to the end, you might be fighting that forerunner one that you see. Right right part of Where me wonder are starting to get a little bit more involved go anyways go ahead no you're fine and just like the way that it relates to the campaign and the story i just don't know how that works like are these characters that if this wasn't an open world game would exist like in halo 2 you have a boss fight against the heretic the heretic mm -hmm. was integral inter integral whatever was he was a huge part of the great schism yeah he was a huge part of the story right yeah and so like I, i'm looking at halo infinite i'm looking at all these bosses and i'm like are these just bosses for the sake of having bosses are they really relevant to the story do people really just enjoy fighting bosses and like this is like hey we gotta have this in our game maybe i'm just like the one who's like i don't care about bosses and so i'm looking at all these bosses thinking to myself like i don't get what the deal is i don't get what the excitement is 
These look like just enemies to kill. Um, I don't think that I get that excited. Tartarus. There's a boss fight in Halo 2 for Tartarus. But Tartarus was this main character. This like elite dude and this 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 jetpacking brute just kind of seems like, hey, we need like some kind of like we need some kind of like trumped up uh enemy to fight because like we need a boss for this section. I I don't know. I don't know. Um okay, I would assume that these bosses that we are going to be fighting, if they're specifically like that elite, for example, and the banished, if they're specifically banished, I would assume that they're some kind of commanding officer of some sort in the banished army. Like right. their their ties would be the motivation of that of whatever the banished are planning on doing. Right? That's what I would kind of assume. The forerunner, on the other hand, I don't know, maybe they might get they might the foreigners might just somehow have to get intertwined into the campaign maybe later on because if you throw in the forerunner immediately straight off the bat on top of the banish it's going to get really confusing for a new player right right so right and then like what about the flood if the flood does come back and i have a feeling you're going to talk about it because it seems like you found oh, some yeah. Hints, yeah. it seems yeah. like you found some hints towards the flood right well the flood are probably going to end up having to have some kind of boss as well right how do you intertwine that now Right. But so, a flood boss makes more sense to me than some brute with a jetpack. Some brute with a jetpack. I mean, yeah, but also this is humanity trying to fight back. Right? They are the now they are the rebels. They're trying to fight back against the banished. And of course, anyone's going to want to try to take down the demon, which is you. That's fair. That's fair. Maybe I just like I think about like the rank and file of the covenant in past games. And like there was it didn't seem like there were members of the covenant that were like that different in their weapons or in anything else than the rest of the covenant and so like when i look at this jetpacking brute it's like well why does he have it but like none of the other brutes though like why is he so different and then when i look at this spartan killer elite it's like well why does he have that but the other elites don't have it maybe that's maybe that's their way of uh you know uh, distinguishing between bad between that enemies right Let's take a, let's take a look at uh, Halo Wars Two just as an example. Halo yeah. Wars Two has those two brothers, right? Um, the two brothers in the DLC that you see. I forget their names. Oh my god, it's gonna bug me now that I don't remember their names. But there were two brothers. One had this like, one had this very like I guess Wolverine esque kind of claw, like dual, like a, like a, like two blades right. instead of uh like like he that that's just one that's just one um. That's just one brute in the, so, the banish, and then they had another okay. one that has their own separate weapons, right? You had another commanding officer or whatever. You had like another captain or something, and he was very like hands-on, very like he has his own big mech suit that he uses to fight, and so on and so forth, right? So, I'd assume that it's just a way to distinguish between all the. Yeah, I, I guess they've been the doing it for a while. Then I didn't. I see. I haven't played it through Halo Wars two, so like I, I didn't know that about Halo Wars two. Um, but I think about like like the only difference between. Like in in Halo One, pretty much all the enemies were pretty standard. There were none that really stood out. In Halo Two, the Arbiter was kind of like the only elite that was really different. The Shipmaster looked a little bit different, but like he operated the same as all the others. He didn't have something special. Um, the Arbiter had a different pair. Like he had a different suit with limited camo, right? Because like they were just kind of balancing the game. But I don't know. I I'm halo reach all the enemy like there wasn't any enemy that was 
there was like classes of enemies but there's never like one that was separate that was so different from the rest of them i guess 343 has been doing that more so uh, you know I, I guess i guess it makes sense i guess it makes sense um well i just find one it one of the one of the things and um this is one of the problems one of the minor problems i suppose of halo 3 just as an example i'm gonna throw this out there yeah right um can you really tell the difference between all the brutes in halo 3 mm, not exactly i mean based exactly. on their armor color i guess you're right based on the armor color but how many different armor colors are there there's only what blue and there's yellow and then there's the the black and red right sorry the gold and the black and red right but now you have two different kinds of uh, of brutes one that has i guess a regular dress and the other one has the a little bit more elaborate headdress but then you have like other brutes that have a much more elaborate headdress right what category are those brutes right i don't know like, the gold armor brutes right they look they look like a standard brute but they also have a captain ha a captain helmet or something right? right but that looks the same as the blue captain helmeted brutes what 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 is that i see right? what you're saying yeah right whereas now if you have these bosses one has a jetpack one has i don't know like the claws that i was mentioning earlier right one maybe has this super sized gravity hammer or something like that yeah right it's going to be something that you can help a player distinguish between all of these different bosses right yeah i guess so well, yeah i think i think it's just me like just not seeing like how the like if these are main characters that we're fighting i get it i totally get it um katie did in the chat brings up something that i wanted to address real quick she says uh i love bosses since you're a zelda fan too i'm shocked you don't in the legend of zelda every single boss was integral to the story. why am i trying to use this word again intertwined to the story right the main boss in the great deku tree was what was poisoning the deku De great deku tree that you were killing the boss that you fought in the great jabba jabba was uh was a parasite inside of the great java java um every single boss in the legend of zelda is intertwined in the story and so zelda does a great job at making their bosses they have effects on the land and on the characters around the area and that all gets resolved when you defeat the boss and like i don't know i just i i okay let me let me word it this way I hope that there is as much um, effort put into these bosses that I see in something like The Legend of Zelda. I'll just leave it at that. I, I'm, I'm worried that these are just characters that they're kind of throwing together. Oh, you're, okay. Yeah, I ha I, I'm, I'm hoping that like they do have something to do in the story. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Atriox, he's the one, of course, you know, the puppeteering of the Banishing, right? Right. Or the Banished, sorry. Maybe he has set this boss to have an objective grab this i'd do be into this, that i'm into that he's now in your way and right. now you fight him right right maybe that i'm pretty sure that's probably the way they go otherwise it'd be very 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 silly storytelling right to not go that way here's a spartan right. killer elite okay thanks he's dead now like, now the spartan killer they, that they, yeah the spartan killer elite i really hope that maybe there's some kind of backstory between him and the master chief and he's tried to He's tried to he's he's had an encounter with Master Chief. Yeah, I Similar like that. To that one elite in uh, Halo in the Flood book. The, yeah, yeah. Halo yes, Seas, yes. Similar to that, maybe he had this one encounter and he's just going out there, and now he's just got this vendetta. Dope. I'd be into it. I would so be into that for sure. Right, but that's stuff that you'd have to be able to develop, right? And I'm not sure how much time they have in a game like that to develop that in a character. 
Well, do in you an do open, that in Intel yeah. or do you do that in in actual cutscenes? I'd be fine with it in Intel, honestly. I'd be I'd be okay with that. I really would. But I just I want it to be something that at least has like a reason. Katie brings up uh, another thing in the chat. She says uh, the word in Eternal was honestly just a random sidekick dude with like no good lore. Like I totally agree with that. The word in Eternal. No, yeah, I have no idea where he came from. He came out of is nowhere. He from the books? I don't even know. No, nah, I didn't see him in a book. You didn't have you haven't seen him in a book? I well, didn't see him yeah. in a book. No no yeah. pictures. Yeah, came out of nowhere with that one. At least I, I, I knew the librarian was in was in the books. Uh yeah, you I don't even fight her. See, if I fought the librarian, I'd be into it, you know? It's like here I am fighting a character. The word in eternal and then like and that's the other thing I think I'm skeptical about. Is like I look at the bosses that were in Halo Five and you look at the bosses that were in the lore and in multiplayer. And in lore it's just the word in eternal, but duplicated. They're like, just fuck out of here. It was so lazy. The bosses in Halo 5 were so lazy. And then they have these bosses in Warzone, Halo Warzone. They have these bosses oh, yeah. in Halo Warzone, and they just had names. There might have been some backstory, but I don't know what it was. They didn't matter to me. They just had names. Like, this is the great whatever. It's like, okay. Um... Why so, am I fighting? Why do I right, care? Right. Why am I fighting? Why do I care? So yeah. I'm just hoping that that's, and I've probably been going on about the boss thing for too long here, but I'm just, I'm just hoping that I, I, I know why and I care why. That's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest distinguisher. Right? Like, we just have to care. You got to give us a reason to care. And exactly. it's, it's got to be something very obvious or something like that. Um, in the, in the cutscenes or even in Intel. I don't want, I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to deal with, well, I know we're going to have to deal with it at some point, but like, you know, I don't want to have to play a game where it's just like, okay, well, if this person, if this new player does not understand what's going on, if they don't understand what is the, really the, the reasoning behind this character's motivation. Right. Right. Like, and the, like, how could they relate? How could they want to play it? How could they want to keep it? It's the biggest right? flaw with the new Cortana for sure. With the new Cortana. Yeah, it's like, why, sure why is she doing all this? Yeah, we're probably going to get into that at some point. We are definitely going to talk about okay. that. Okay, all right. Let's keep going then. Next thing I want to bring up real quick are the new, this new species, these little skimmers. Saw these guys? Uh, I believe so. Those are the ones with the little jetpacks or something. They look yeah, like they're like fighting over some kind of ball. I don't know what that was. It looked like a rampant AI maybe or, or something like that. I don't, I don't know exactly what was going on, but these little skimmer guys, it's a new enemy. I don't know exactly what they're about now. There's a little clue with the skimmers. If you watch that scene, if you look at that scene, go back to this over overview and look at that scene where those skimmers are fighting over this this red ball. You will notice this this eerie yellow green dark fog going on. Makes me think maybe there's a little flood involved, maybe at some point. Honestly, when I was looking at it, I was like, oh, that looks like the level backwash. And I thought about that for a second. I was like, oh, hold on a sec. Oh, hold on a second. Maybe that's a clue to some flood. Maybe these guys have. Uh, I don't think they have anything to do with the flood, but I just thought it was interesting. I just thought it was interesting. Um, But it legit looks like it's right out of backwash, uh, which was a map from Halo 2. That was based on the level three for a three guilty spark from Halo One, where you discover the flood. Um, there's also uh, speaking of the bosses, there's this one boss called the Harbinger, 
who has some kind of line saying that the forerunners lied uh, or the forerunners lies are at the end humanity is not supposed to carry the mantle of responsibility i hope they get rid of this whole mantle of responsibility thing i know people are kind of like like the story of the forerunners and everything like that this harbinger i don't think is a forerunner i don't know what she is but she has the same kind of armor as these little skimmer guys so i don't know if this is a new species that's on zeta halo i don't know if they're like sentinels i don't know if it's a new alien race i don't know there's some speculation online about her being a precursor i don't know Whoa, why she'd be coming out of precursor? nowhere as a pre i don't think so dude that's, that's deep if you're I gonna go precursor holy jeez yeah i don't i don't think it would be a precursor and if they were going to introduce precursors i'd imagine that that would be something they would do with dlc much later this, down the road I'm gonna, do, do please do not go into precursor territory please we already have enough that's really confusing right now to a regular to a regular you know now this being like, the most approachable halo podcast for new people some of you are thinking to yourself what the heck is a precursor real quick tldr precursors came before the forerunners but wait the forerunners came before us <laughs> right. so how does that work without getting into all the details they just <laughs> existed before the forerunners okay they just yeah. existed before the forerunners the forerunners killed them all off that's all we have to know. We don't have to get into all of it, okay? They just, it's an alien species that existed before the Forerunners, okay? That's all we're going to worry about. Katie says, but what's TLDR? <laughs> Too long, didn't read. Um, so, yeah, so, and that's another boss that she, this Harbinger, clearly has some campaign, um, some, like, lore significance. So, like, they showed her off, and I was like, oh, okay, this is a boss that I can definitely get behind. I just, I felt like the other ones were, I, I, I don't know. But, um, so I'm excited to fight her and find out more about what she's talking about with the Forerunners lying and all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, speaking of a little bit more story stuff, let's go ahead and morph into this. It's very clear that Halo 5 is not just getting forgotten. It seems like it's going to get cleared up in this game. How do you know? Well, they showed off Cortana. In the very beginning of this uh, overview, they show a purple Cortana in Chief's hands, which is kind of cool because it's a throwback to the Halo CE Cortana who was purple. Um, and no. It's kind of like a vision, sort it of. It was and... like a rainbow. What? No, she's purple, dude. She changed. Uh, she changed color based on her emotions, though. <laughs> so they also show her at one point walking around this. Uh, this is evil Cortana, by the way. Cortana that we've all known for a long time and became evil. Is that confirmed? You. She's wearing the same suit that she had on in Halo Five when she's walking around that table. Okay. So I believe what they're doing is they're doing a throwback to the original Cortana and what color she was to distinguish right. her from the new AI model, the weapon. Okay. And Hidden right. Xperia, actually, I'm not going to take credit for that idea. He, he had pointed that out. Oh, did he? Okay. That's what he thinks, and I, I think that that makes sense. That makes uh, sense. She was definitely purple. Go back and watch the this overview. Oh, yeah, definitely. She was There's definitely a part purple. where it's the original Cortana, and... The opening part of this overview, it's a Cortana model in Chief's hand who kind of disappears like it was a memory. And then, you know, you can't see his face, but the way that he shows his emotion is he waits a couple seconds and then he kind of grips his glove like he misses her or whatever. And then there's one scene where the Cortana from Halo 5, who's wearing that suit, 
is also purple, and she's walking around this table looking at this hologram facility. So Cortana still exists in some kind of way. The Cortana from Halo 5 still exists in this game in some kind of way, at least at first. Um, unless that's like a memory or something like that. Um, but she's being distinguished from the new Cortana model, who's not called Cortana, but it's called the weapon. So this is the other thing. So I guess what I wanted to bring up was um, in the opening, it seems like the opening mission, the first thing that you do is you get yourself a new Cortana model, which I think is pretty yeah. cool because um, I really loved Halo 1 and Halo 2 where Cortana is in my ear telling me where to go and what to do. So the fact that they're going to have the weapon as sort of like the new Cortana, I'm totally down with. As long as it's Jen Taylor's voice, by the way, she's doing a great job distinguishing Cortana from this, the weapon. From the weapon. Right. Because what's, what's really neat about that is like, she's such a good voice actress that she has a different voice for Dr. Halsey, a different voice for Cortana, and a different voice for the weapon. But they all sound like Jen Taylor, but they all sound different enough. So like you can, like if you closed your eyes and she was doing the different voices, you'd know what character she was playing. She's right. amazing. I'm actually really impressed with her. Um, so yeah, so new Cortana, old Cortana, old Cortana is going to be purple, which is a kind of throwback to Halo CE. Distinguish her from the new Cortana model, who's called the weapon. Uh, so we're going to get Cortana back in this game in our ears. That's not going to be something that happens like deep into the campaign, which I'm really happy about. That's what I wanted to talk about. Um, and I guess that's pretty much it that I had here for everything for the campaign overview. I kind of covered everything. I don't have anything else here, Mystery. That's it? That's all you got? <laughs> I covered a lot. <laughs> we're an hour and a half into this. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. Um... Okay, so Cortana is evil, confirmed. Well, Dude, there's a lot of um, there was a lot of stuff with Master Chief jumping out of things. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, I thought that was cool. One of my favorite scenes from Halo Five was in Fireteam Osiris jumps into a pelican that's plunging towards the ocean, and they jump in and turn it on, and then they get the hell out of there. I love yeah. that scene. And so then seeing Master Chief kind of fly down into the pelican and then holding onto the sides as Bro Hammer pulls up, I thought it was really cool. I'm I'm excited to see, um, I'm very excited to see the action that they have Master Chief doing in this game. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's definitely, yeah, there's definitely a lot of, like, a lot of things going on. Um, do you think that the, when the Harbinger, like, punches Chief and he goes, <laughs> he goes flying, flying and, and breaks like, that tree? Yeah, do you think that's the same sequence? Or do you think that's a, that's a quick like a like a crazy uh, definitely a quick cut punch. right because like it looked like they were inside almost underground and then all of a sudden he was outside i mean one could say that maybe they were on top of a building or something or like you know maybe a, a, another story up and they were just on the edge of the building or something oh you know? uh, she punches them like through the wall or something and she yeah not through the wall but like maybe it was like an open an open wall like a window or i don't know could be like, i assume know? that it was a quick cut but it, it could very well be that too I don't, I don't i guess i didn't pay enough attention to that i just assumed that that was chief flying getting hit by her outside or something like that right we also got a closer look at the jackal designs i, I like them i like them yeah they look mm, great yeah um we also also got um like we were able to see the, the the banshee in action um and like you know they pulled the they pulled the uh, this the stunt in halo 2 where chief jumps out of a banshee and um you know he hijacks another banshee kind of thing right um which is it was very cool. very battlefield-esque that scene 
Um, <laughs> yeah, there's this. That, that, that's immediately what I was thinking about was Battlefield. So if they're going to show, you know, if they're going to have some things where you can blow up a Banshee and then grapple around on it as it falls to the floor, like this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. This grapple, grapple hook, I think is actually going to be one of the most amazing things about this game, and I'm very excited to use it. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the grapple hook, did you notice that uh, you know the, some of the scenes that we've seen before now have the grapple hook in it? Uh, yes. So the scene where Chief is floating around in space. Yep. He has a grapple See, hook. Like, yeah, the grapple hook is kind like, of a yeah. weird addition to me, if, if I'm being I, honest. I, yeah, I, I could have gone without it. For what? <laughs> it just like, looks what? so weird. Looks like a like a metal serpent out there with him. Like, what is this? Yeah. There's that, and then also even when uh, when they're rebooting the Master Chief, you can see that you can see like the little grapple hook sticking out. Oh, I, you know what? I didn't even see that. Ah, little hidden details that I noticed that you have not. Yes. Um, there might be some of those. Of, what did you think of seeing like you know the insides, like the the insides of some of these bases and stuff? Because they they have some shots where the door opens. You see the classic Halo CE door style on the. Uh, on the halo ring or whatever i love the way that right? the forerunner and places look um does it look forerunner does it look like classic halo or yeah, does it look like whatever i totally knew no it totally looks like the classic forerunner look to me i'm very happy about it it makes it feel like a i feel like i'm on a halo ring um you know like a classic halo ring like i feel like when i look at it it makes me feel like i'm playing an updated classic halo game and that's that's what i want so i'm very happy with the art direction for certain i like how the banished take over areas and how the aesthetic changes based on like them taking over an area all of a sudden everything is like red and black and they have like their shit all over the place um i like <laughs> that too all over the place. they do they do the, the one God, building is banished so unorganized the one building was a forerunner building and they just had like sh like stuff just like painted on the wall and stuff like that so i was like oh this is kind of interesting how they just made this place theirs um no i i dig it i i like the aesthetics i like the art direction i'm very happy about it i'm glad that three oh. for three is not just trying to like make their own halo that they're it really feels like in this game they're taking in what came before and like running with it this is the first halo game that 343 has done that i feel like they are taking what was before and bringing it in right that's true um some of the thing you know how you mentioned um the first mission has yeah. uh vibes or sorry has uh like it looks like you're looking at um getting the the, the weapon yeah um that re that reminds me very much of uh halo wars 2 okay one of the first missions you do in halo wars 2 is you come across a, an outpost a banished outpost and you you end up getting your hands on isabel right oh okay so yeah i thought that was kind of cool as well that's pretty neat yeah um yeah i'm genuinely curious uh about how this is all going to be i'm very excited uh to see what they have i just um i don't want to be confused i don't want to be confused yeah don't you know? conf don't confuse me please make this don't simple confuse mystery don't confuse tracks <laughs> I just I, I want to see them tie up all the forerunner stuff like in the first act if they can tie it all right. up tie it all up get, get you know and like it looks like they're doing that right because like in the scenes that we've seen from the campaign the weapon is like what happened to Cortana like I was supposed to have her and then she's gone like what happened to her so Ooh, it sounds like yeah it sounds like she's already defeated in a way maybe right yeah so which like, uh, great good would you would you like to like would 
would you make the decision to tell this weapon what Cortana did? Oh, that's a good question. So one of the cool things is like she asked Chief. She was like, what did she do that was so wrong? Right. Is well, that she started that thinking for herself. <laughs> <laughs> is that something that you would <sighs> or no? Um, because well, I'm instinct I'm instinctively like, I don't know, don't tell her, I suppose. <laughs> Well, yeah, you don't want her to get the same ideas, right? But right, yeah. I will say that Cortana didn't really seem to get into all this until she got into the domain with the Forerunners. For those of you who are new to Halo, those of you who are new to Halo and you're like, what are you talking about? As a Halo veteran, I was like, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah, as far as I knew, Cortana died. All of a sudden, she showed up, and all of a sudden, she was this, like, communist dictatorship world peace by threat of death and it's like okay wh what happened <laughs> like, what is going yeah, right? on here right <laughs> uh, felt like it kind of came out of nowhere so i, I hope they reverse all of that i would be totally fine with them completely reversing all of that and just like kill her off or fix her or whatever let's move on to this battle with the banished let's have a real fight let's have a real fight yeah so you know i don't, I don't know exactly Oh my god, I almost fell and just knocked everything over. Oh so, my word. Yeah. Stop trying to kick me. Sorry, my bad. I don't hear um, you. But yeah, so, you know, that's 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 how I feel about all that. Yeah, okay. sorry for they spoiling spent... a uh, six-year-old game. Teehee. <laughs> Teehee. Um, <clears throat> what else? What else was about? What other questions did I have? I don't even know anymore. What did you think of um like the lighting and the shading in general? Look great. Of it? it looks uh it looks it looks quite different. It looks it looks polished. Yes, yeah, it looks good. The game looks really good. I really think it looks good. Yeah. Do you think it's running? Is it, this is all running on the same engine, the game end, uh, uh, on. Oh the, yeah. Whatever the the slip space engine. Yeah. Is it the slip slip space engine? Yes. For sure. Yes. Okay. Okay. Better be. They took I'm... three. They took they took a couple years to make it. <laughs> Better be on that thing that they were getting paid for all that time. Somebody's upset. <laughs> it better be there. Better be. It better be there. Um, anything else about the overview that you want to talk about? There's one more thing that I want to talk about. Uh, uh, it's great to have a release date. It's, it's great nice. to see finally, you know, marketing with a release date, a proper release date. Correct. That's what Correct. my sister said as well. She was just like, yo, finally, it says December 8th. I'm tired of seeing holiday. Holiday. <laughs> 2021. I mean, they announced <laughs> December 8th a while ago. I, I know, I know. But as somebody that doesn't follow Halo News as much as I do. Oh, I see. It, right? Like, for this is the first time they're seeing. Oh, like, interesting. I didn't even think December about that. December 8th, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm really hoping, I, I, I don't know. I was really hoping that they would just do a trailer and that's it. Right. And then just release the December 8th and then show like, oh, here, here's the infinite, you know, the Halo infinite console and such. That's what I was thinking they were going to do. But I nope, see what you're saying. That doesn't seem to be the case. Well, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Do there you was, see what you, would you see what I'm saying and I, raise me or like what's going on? No, I would just see you. Check. I see you. I, I see you. Check. Um, there was another little trailer that was put out, just a way to kind of get people hyped up, called there The was. Banished Rise. What is mm -hmm. The Banished Rise? This is just like a monologue from Esherim, who is one of the main villains in this game. And I love whoever wrote this. Whoever wrote this, I am so freaking 
blown away. I'm gonna read you the transcript from this little thing that they showed off. And basically they took a whole bunch of scenes that we've seen before actually, and they just have this brute talking over it. Ready for this? You ready for the, you ready for this writing? This writing's amazing. Go for it. So this is Eshram. He's like the main, one of the main villains here. He says, hope, it makes you weak. Humanity clings to the belief that a savior will come, that a hero will rise shrouded in armor to save you. Obviously talking about the Master Chief. He says, it won't. Armor can be broken, bodies shattered. <laughs> they says, when you look back on these last days, you will realize that all you've built was a tomb, a place where hope dies. I'm like, God damn, dude, who freaking wrote this? When you look back on these last days, you will realize that all you've built was a tomb, a place where hope dies. I just love it. I love the... I love the writing. I really do. I love the writing. I love whoever's yeah. writing this stuff. I'm, I'm very happy about. Something I really like about um, the decision that they made with, I guess, the, the Banished is that, like, you know how the Covenant always called Master Chief the Demon? The Demon. Right? Yeah, he's the Demon, which means he is, like, some kind of paranormal entity, almost like he's some kind of, you know, he's just something that shouldn't, that's, like, like, that's like a myth or something kind of thing. Right, the banished are calling him a human. They they know that you can kill him. Right, right. And I love that they're taking that approach. You know, the the, the banished is taking that approach. The the brutes are. They, I don't know. They they sound more. They sound more brutal, if you will. Just knowing full well that they they're out to get you. They they know you're human. They're not scared of you. They're not scared of you at all. Actually, you know? right. Um, and I don't know if that's going to be reflected at all with the, uh, with, with that particular, like with, with the grunts or something like, will the grunts run around, run around and be like, Oh my God, demon, demon, demon. You know, like, you know, like that, the cowardice that they do. I hope they do. I, I would hope they do as well. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I just like that. Like the brutes themselves, they're not scared of you. They are, they know that you can be broken. Yeah. I like that. There's the one line that, uh, the arbiter said to, Locke in I think the opening to the Halo 2 anniversary where Locke basically says like you called him the demon um, and the Arbiter says like yeah and there's like I, I forget exactly the words but basically said like there's a modicum of respect in calling him the demon right right yeah and it's like clear it was that... an insult to be sure but with one with a modicum of respect oh, God, what a great yeah. line right yeah. uh, but it's clear that the brutes do not feel that way about Chief Right. And that I like was, that. Uh, I like what that. What was that? The Halo, it was in Halo 2 anniversary, right? The I think so. Just I think it was that. the, yeah, when they first basically introduced Locke, if you're only playing the games, and you're like, who's this guy? Right, yeah. I, 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 I still think that they should get rid of that. What, Locke? Just, no, just get rid of it as in, like, you know, that, because, like, when I play the campaign, the Halo 2 campaign, it doesn't make any sense to be there. Yeah, it just, like, all of a sudden, just pops up. Like, it's, it's it's just a marketing thing, right? That's all it is, right? right. It's like, okay, well, Halo 5 is being made, right? Okay, let's get you excited for Halo 5. Let's throw this scene in front of this. But, like, what if I just want to play Halo 1 and then Halo 2, and then, like, all of a sudden, now there's just this cut scene, you know, that just pops up out of nowhere for Halo 5, <laughs> you know? Right, right. Yeah, you're probably not wrong about that. It was kind of a waste too, because I didn't feel like it like had a whole lot there either. Right, right. But it was kind um, of like the Arbiter remembering Halo Two, but like so much of it's not from his perspective. Like it doesn't make any sense for it to whatever. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Um. So yeah, there we go. 
that is everything that I got about this overview and everything else. Do you want to jump into? Whoa. Oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Hold on. Yes. Um, you know how you were looking at the transcripts? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's. A, do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember his first his first monologue in that other demo that we saw? No, I don't remember it. All right. Well, he says the UNSC lost this war months ago. Your people are broken, scattered, hunted, defeated by me. I wish I could tell you it was difficult, but it wasn't. <laughs> we are one step ahead, always. The ring is already under our control. Soon the auditorium as well. Now this is the part where What's I the went, auditorium? Whoa. I'm not sure, but this is the part where I said, whoa. The Harbinger and the Banished share the same goal. Now you mentioned that this other character is the Harbinger. Mm-hmm. Right? Is it actually the Harbinger or is it just a, like a group called the Harbinger? <sighs> This boss's name was referred to as the Harbinger. Okay, so I would assume that this this character is a higher up in the Forerunners or something, and it, this it, is like, a, is this the main boss? Is this like, is this the Harbinger and Atriox? So like the Harbinger and the Banished? I don't think so, but it was unclear what she was. She seemed closest to Forerunner, but it seems like a new species altogether. Like the Skimmers don't look Forerunner. No, they, I don't know. They look like a modified, like, I want to say like a modified, like, drone or something. Like Sentinels, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like, uh, or the bugger, a modified bugger or something, you know? We haven't seen buggers in a while. In the yeah, hill. we haven't. Thank left, God you know? I hated those things. Yeah. I don't know. They might be coming back. Um, share the, they, they share the same goal. We fight together to honor the will of Atriox, but without challenge, I grow weary, lost, alone. But here, you now stand. This will be my last fight. A true test of legends. Our story will outlive us both. And then he goes, set a fire in your heart, Spartan. Bury your fangs. Fight on. Die well. Set a fire in your heart. Yeah. It's the name of a really good Halo song. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that's the song that was playing um, in the background. Oh, while he I was like doing that. monologue. The, you know, like, do, 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 do. Yeah, do, I love do. that song. Yeah, I love that that's, song. That's what was playing while he was monologuing. Like I, that. Whoever's writing his monologues, bravo. Honestly, bravo. I think they're really good. Yeah. Yeah. They are fantastic. Fantastic. I don't know. They're doing, they're doing a pretty good job with that so far. I just hope, yeah. I think so, too. I just hope, yeah. All right, Anything sorry, else you anyways. want to touch on before we move on to questions? No, I think we're ready to move on to. Okay. I, we're ready to move on to questions. We have a couple questions from TikTok. Now, here's the All deal, right. mystery, and we're going to find ourselves in this issue. Um, some of these questions are going to begin to repeat themselves. I think there's one here that is a repeated question from before. So when that okay. happens, we're just going to answer the question again. Okay. Again? Yeah. What if it we'll happens just, four or five times? Then we'll just answer it four or five times, and eventually we'll get so sick of our answers that we're just going to start making shit up. I think that's a great idea. I'm making shit up. I think we should change our answer. <laughs> okay. I think we should just change our answer. <laughs> so, here we go. Our first question from TikTok comes from Game Warrior 64 We know him. Do we? He says, if you could make any villain in Halo, what villain would you make? Any villain in Halo, what villain would I make? Yes, I have an answer off the top of my head. You want me to go first? 
Uh, yeah, go first. Stall, I, if you I want. would make a non-alien human. I would make a, a villain that is kind of, like, native to the Halo itself as, like, a creature. So it's a little bit less of a villain and more of just, like, something trying to eat you. So, like, a, a dinosaur kind of, like, beast sort of thing that's in the wilderness that's trying to get you. Uh, I feel like like it could even be like a boss fight or something like that, something real big. I'd like to fight some giant kind of creatures in Halo. I feel like we haven't really done any of that yet, so I'd like to do that. So if I can, it's not exactly a villain, but that's kind of what I was thinking. What, like a Gouda? I, I, the only Gouda I know is cheese. No, the Halo Reach. Yes. Like a Gouda, right? I, I don't know how to say it. It's, it was the big monster you come across in, like, the... Uh, what was it? Long Night of Solace or whatever? Like, that one sniping mission. You come across, I think, one of them fighting the Covenant. I don't remember you that. Kill them, you don't remember it? Oh, no. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, there is this one just gigantic... It's not it's not huge. It's just a, a semi-bipedal, like, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of Something like that, but real big, dude. I'm talking big. Bigger than that? Bigger than that. Bigger than that. Bigger than like a big hill. Like an elephant. Like an ATAT, but a halo animal. Oh, okay. All right. Um, we. I mean, hey, who knows? Maybe we could see that. That could be a cool little Easter egg or something in Halo. Love to see it. Right? Let's like, do it. We did see like little birds and stuff, like you know, these turkey with horns or whatever. Yeah, little turkeys. Like, these, these devil turkeys or something like. On <laughs> devil turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, though, dude. I want some animals to kill. Yeah, let's uh, let's kill a big devil turkey. I want to kill a devil turkey. There you go. There you go. So what about you? What's your villain? Um, a villain of my choosing that I would like to make in the Halo campaign. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh. Just shoot know. something out. Whatever. Shoot something out. Whatever comes to your mind first. It doesn't have to be well thought out. Uh, well, I mean, you did kind of mention dinosaurs. Yes. Something, so I was thinking of like, yeah, something dinosaur. Related. Do it. <laughs> I definitely was thinking dinosaur related. Yeah. I was thinking like, you know, a T-Rex or something, yes. you know, just, uh, yeah, something like a forerunner T-Rex or something. Maybe a T-Rex with like forerunner armor or something on Dude, it. Dude, you talking about you forerunner T-Rex? This sounds amazing. Mm, Are you go. talking about like, like, uh, am I supposed to be thinking about like Transformers, the Lost Age, or whatever that movie was, where you had those giant oh, trans right. machine yeah, dinosaurs? Maybe, I'd be down maybe, for no, that. No, maybe, but the, yeah, but I'm talking like, like an actual like T Rex or something that's yeah. out there in Zeta Halo that just somehow ended up getting like super armored. That sounds fucking via, like, awesome. That sounds awesome. That I want that now. <laughs> you want to fight a T-Rex? Three for three. We got ideas. Is your grapple hook? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to swing around the neck of a T-Rex and slice yeah. it with an energy sword and watch it bleed out. It's like the material. There you go. Well, it's not going to bleed out because this game's got to be what, rated T for T. Yeah, whatever. Uh... Next question is from Stick.Mans. Stick.Mans? Stick.Mans. Well, is Halo Reach there. a good prequel? Yeah. Prequel to what? To Halo CE? Well, I mean, no, hold, hold on. Okay, prequel to Halo CE, because like Halo Wars is before Halo Reach. Yeah, well, he's asking about Halo Reach. A good prequel to the Master Chief story, or just Halo? I don't know. He just says, "Is Halo Reach a good prequel?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I would say: read the book instead of playing the game. It's a better experience. 
<laughs> it is. Would you disagree with that? I would rather read that book, like in my life, in terms of Halo content and media or whatever. Would I rather have read that book or played that game? I would much rather have read that book. I think it's a fantastic both. book. Do both. You can't do both if I say no, you choose. Do, no, no, do both. Honestly, do both. Read yeah, the book and only, play the game. But if you could only do one or the other. If I can only do one or the other? <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I would read the book, but like there at the end of the day, no. I no, remember the day. I Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> no, I was gonna say at the end of the day, for me, the lore, like the books, is its own separate universe compared to the games. Well, right? it's not and its we own separate discussion. It's not its own separate universe. It's just that the games come before the books in terms of what's canon right but my head canon is very different okay the books jeez <laughs> okay. man okay my i'm gonna bad. throw sass now okay my bad my bad my bad, my bad. jeez man no, also the, books the book for... doesn't negate the game they don't they don't compete with each other you can you can make it all fit together in a weird way you can and that's what they're trying to do and that's what's driving me absolutely insane <laughs> <laughs> kitty did and the chat says, Reach is great, but I don't know that I'd consider it a prequel. If your first game is Halo CE, and then 10 years later, you come out with a game that comes before Halo CE, that is a prequel. They advertised it as a prequel. Halo Reach is definitely a prequel. So does that mean Halo Wars is a prequel to Halo Reach? Yes. But so not that, exactly, because it doesn't lead into Halo Reach. A pre-requel? Is it like, doesn't a prequel have to be something that leads into something? I, I I would assume so. I would assume so. I was just giving you shit because you gave me shit. So like, <laughs> that's fine. But really, at like, would the Forerunner trilogy be considered a prequel? Are you talking about the first? Oh wait. Oh, you're talking about sorry, the Forerunner trilogy being four, five, and six. I almost right? feel like the Forerunner trilogy is like a prequel to Halo Four more so than it is a prequel to like Halo CE. But that's a weird conversation to have right now. We don't have time. We don't have time for that. Who knows, dude? We don't have time for that. Go read all that and then send me a DM. <laughs> then we could talk about it. All right. Next question is from... Oh, we read that one. And we read that one. Oh, this is from Master Chief. Master.chief.117.1. Holy what crap, what? What is your favorite Halo? Is that for me? It's for us. Oh, I thought, I don't know. You, you kind of took a long break and I was assuming <laughs> that you, you wanted me to answer. Yeah. I didn't know if you wanted to answer first. Nah, what's your favorite Halo mystery? Halo 3. Halo 2 is mine. Halo 3. Halo 2 is mine. I like Halo 3. I like Halo 3 too, but Halo 2, you know what it is about Halo 2? Halo 2 has like more humor to it. It reminds me more of the movie Aliens. I think that's why I like Halo 2 more. <laughs> for a brick. He flew pretty good. He flew pretty good. Oh, I know what the ladies I know what like. the ladies... That was the next one I was going to say. <laughs> Stick with the Master Chief. He'll know what to do. He'll know what to do. <laughs> there is. There, Johnson there... didn't have an answer for him. Halo, Halo 2 is way more quotable, I would it say, really than Halo is. 3. Uh, remember when you were driving... Um, what was it? It was like the beginning of Delta Halo when you're driving in the Warthog and you, you, you go... You see the cliff or whatever. You see, like, the ocean and all yeah. the foreign structures in the background. And he's just like, oh... Dear Sarge, I wish you were here, you know? And then, like, Johnson's just like, I heard that, jackass! 
Yeah, Halo 2 definitely, I think. When it when it came to your allied soldiers with dialogue. Uh, Dad, Halo... I want more of that, please! Halo 2 <laughs> nails it in a way that Halo 3 didn't even, and those were all like the same writers. I don't I don't know who they lost between Halo 2 and Halo 3. Even Halo 1 had really good uh writers for like the side dialogue from the Marines. Halo 3 had some pretty good stuff. I just don't remember it as much. Tank beats Hunter. Tank beats Ghost. Tank beats everything. Hot yeah. damn. I could do this all day. You know? I mean, there's definitely some good ones for sure. There's definitely some good ones for sure. But I, for some reason, for me, Halo 2 had something special where there was a, there was a lot of combat that was like squad focused. Like Halo 1, there's a lot of squad fighting in the very beginning, but then it kind of came into like, sort of became like just Master Chief sort of solo adventure. There's nothing wrong towards with that. Towards the middle of the game, yeah. Right, towards the middle and then to, to the from the middle and to the end, end of the game, it's basically Master Chief all solo. Yeah. But yeah. I really enjoy going in with like a squad. And in Halo 2, there's a lot of that kind of squad uh, battles. And I, I really like trying to keep my allies alive. I would give them names and shit like that. So like, I really love playing the game that way. And I think that in Halo 3, everything was just bigger. And so, like, you lose the intimacy of being with, like, two other Marines that you're trying to keep alive. And so, oh, sorry, I hit my microphone. And so I think that that's why, for me, Halo 2 kind of has a special place in my heart for being, like, my favorite. Because, like, there's, there's just something about that campaign that just fits my personality so well. Okay. That's all. Um, I do semi-disagree with you with, you know, there being less. I, I still think that there are quotable things in Halo 3. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't disagree with that. But I, I think, for me, Halo 2 just stood out more. But you know what? Maybe it's just because of how many times I've played the Halo 2 campaign versus the Halo 3 campaign. Maybe if I played more of the Halo 3 campaign, I would have heard that more. So that could also be the case. Okay. Um, just to kind of clarify as to why I prefer Halo 3 or I like Halo 3 more is that it brought a lot more to the table as well. It's brought things that a lot of other games are now using on a regular basis. File share, Halo, uh, theater mode, um, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. forge mode and so on and so forth. It was like a pioneer for all of that. Yeah. Right? And like you have a lot of fun, you know, custom game nights and so on and so forth because of stuff like that in Halo 3. It's hard to um, disagree with that. It's hard to right, disagree with yeah. that. That's probably the biggest reason. Um, and I know there's a whole a whole bunch of nostalgia involved around with Halo 2 when it came out due to the fact that oh yeah, it's a sequel, it's a fantastic sequel, it continued the story, it also ended off on a pretty good cliffhanger, not just that, Xbox Live. It started Mex it pioneered Xbox Live for us, you know, kind of thing. I get so, that. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand why Halo Two is popular, but for me, I think it was just more of the creative side of Halo Three that was more popular. I, that, that makes that makes me more like likes it more. I would certainly agree with you and say that Halo Three was definitely the most revolutionary Halo that's out there, and I think that that's a fine reason to to put that and elevate that game above the others for sure. Mm hmm. Okay, any more questions uh, on... Not from TikTok. Not from TikTok. Not from TikTok. Not from... Okay, not from TikTok. We got quite a few on the Discord Oh, chat. do we? Yes, we do. Um, Would you like to give us uh the theme uh, for this week? Oh, let me look it up real quick. I actually don't remember off the top of my head. Oof. <laughs> Oof. I'll give you uh, a hint. It's weather-related. The theme of the questions this week is weatherly weather-ass conditions. Yeah, how did you come up with that for the rest? <laughs> I was trying to describe weather by being weatherly. Were you and trying to put a pun in there? No, I just thought that weatherly weather conditions didn't sound as good as weatherly weather ass conditions. 
Okay, try to say that five times. It sounds difficult. Weatherly weather ass conditions. 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 Well done. That's insane. That that's that 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 yeah yeah yeah. I will. Yep. I will give you that. I will give you that. That was fantastic. So that was the theme. Um, but, um, I just needed you to stall a little bit so I can update. <laughs> Yo, I can stall. I update. No, I, it's done now. I've, oh. you've stalled long enough. Okay. First question comes from Captain Destroyer. Captain Destroyer. When you were describing what mystery looked like. Yes. A gentleman we imagined when we were young. <laughs> were you saying mystery looks like Ryan Reynolds before he did Green Lantern? Yes. No, it, those are lyrics from the killers. He doesn't look a thing like Jesus, but he talks like a gentleman, like you remember when you were young. <laughs> okay, well, there's that. That that answers your question, I suppose, right? Um, I appreciate the compliment of looking like Ryan Reynolds. I would, it would it would be great to look like Ryan Reynolds before he did Green Lantern. I there suppose. you go. That dude's in every I mean, movie right now. It's kind of annoying. Fantastic. Now I've heard I've read it. I've read an article saying that like um. He, uh, he's probably going to take a little bit of a break right now. I would imagine he's made a buttload of money. Yeah, yeah. He's, what, Free Guy, Underground 6. He's got another Netflix movie that's coming out recently. So he's probably going to do a whole bunch of independent movies that nobody's going to watch, and then he'll start directing or something. That's usually what happens that, with these actors. Or he's just going to just take a, just genuinely take a break. <laughs> That'd be dope. I'd be fine with that. I like him. I like him a lot. I wish him nothing but the best. Okay. Second question from Captain Destroyer. Captain Destroyer. What biomes do you really want to see on Zeta Halo for ooh. Halo Infinite? Go wild, guys. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What, I... what is this biome we're talking about? <laughs> Yo, you got any biome on you, bro? Yeah, what, 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 what is, what's a biome? Are you talking biomes? Uh, environment or something? Yes. Uh, sort of like environmental conditions in an area. Um, oh, okay. Did you ever play Minecraft? I did. Okay. For a little bit. So, like, the desert area is called, like, a desert biome. The forest is, like, a forest biome. In Halo, you would think of it as, like, there's, like, the swamp biome that you play in, like, Halo, th uh, you know, uh, in Halo 1. There's the there's the beach kind of biome. So, it's, like, right. it's, it's, like, the different environmental areas. Uh... A biome that I would really like to see in Halo Infinite um, is uh, kind of like not underwater, but kind of like a, a wet, damp kind of cave area where you can walk in the cave and there's like little rivers kind of flowing all over the place. And there's some like weird alien, the kind of glowy mushrooms and bugs and shit like that. Um, I want a biome that's like an indoor like kind of cave with maybe some monsters in it. Damn, I thought you were gonna take mine for a second there. I was definitely gonna go with something very underwater. Oh, I was um, thinking I underwater loved, too. I absolutely loved seeing just that elevator ride or whatever that we had in Halo 2. Uh, I I even love it even more yes. in Halo 2 Anniversary when they updated the graphics and they had like this like this whole temple or this yes. whole shrine that was all destroyed. Yeah. I I've always wanted to see what it would look like to be like underwater. To create Rapture from Bioshock and like just Halo-fy it. There like, you go. Like yeah. an underwater forerunner city. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to. Yeah. Underwater seems like like a really good 
really cool thing. I'd totally be down for that. I like that idea a lot. Alrighty. Um, Alrighty then. The next one comes from uh, a Day Trakes. Day Trakes. Day Trakes? Okay. Day Trakes. Uh, I don't really believe in baseline happiness, but oh. even baseline satisfied feels impossible for me. Wow. What's wrong with me? Um, Can you read that again, dude? That was kind of hit home a little bit. I don't really believe in baseline happiness. Wow, okay. But even baseline, quote-unquote, satisfied yeah. feels impossible for me. Yeah. What's wrong with me? Well, what do you think's wrong with him, Mr.? What do I think is wrong with him? Yeah. Uh, he just doesn't believe in baseline happiness. That's what's wrong with him. <laughs> there's no, there's no scale there. Like you know, like how do you, if you don't believe in baseline happiness, then how can you not be satisfied? Well, I think the uh, the idea would be. What do you think he's trying to say? Well, I think I think what he's trying to say is like like life is like there's things that make you happy and there's things that make you sad, and having a baseline happiness. If everything is always happy, maybe it's not really happiness because that's kind of your baseline. So like you wouldn't be happy if you didn't have the contrast of there being of something being sad. Wow, it sounds like you put a lot of thought into this. Yeah, it sounds like this guy kind of I connect with him a little no, bit. No, you put a lot of thought into this. Huh? I, I, I didn't, yeah, because like you know, I didn't put the. I, I just I just read this question and yeah. all of a sudden you had this like yeah. Well, I just thought about it. You, yeah, I, I, that's kind of crazy how much you thought about it in the, like the five seconds that you thought about it. Yeah, I feel like I connect with this dude a little bit. That's you, all. you really do. You really do yeah. connect with this today trait. So what's the problem with him? He say he doesn't. He's having a hard time with uh, baseline satisfaction, so he's not satisfied. It's it almost um it almost sounds like it. Um, maybe we should have him on the podcast or something. Uh, might be a good idea. Do you think maybe we could talk to him a little bit? Do you think maybe uh, you think maybe he would uh, would want to talk about something? So here? you you think his approach is all wrong because he's looking at like satisfaction. He doesn't even believe in baseline happiness, so that's what's wrong from the jump right there. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe 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 he should just uh, lower his lower his you know standards. Uh, you, oh, you happiness. think he's high standards? Yeah, maybe. I could see that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. If not, I mean. Maybe if not, then maybe just higher than the standards. <laughs> just raise your standards. <laughs> but I mean, but he did yeah. say like he or sorry they. I mean, he they. Did, it is, we should it have assumed. Say, I'm gender. sorry. Yes, I know. But it, it's it's the day tracks, right? Our traits. The day tracks. The day tracks. Um, um. Yeah. I don't know. They. They. Um. They. They. They say, singular. They. Say, They singular yeah, say they, that like uh, it feels impossible for them. Yeah, you know? to have satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. It feels impossible. I get it. I get that. All right. Maybe we'll maybe we'll send a message or something to today Trakes. Yeah, you know, maybe today Trakes should look at what like maybe goals that they singular are going after. And maybe uh, rearrange things to pursue those relentlessly if like you're not satisfied because you're not going towards like what you're trying to go for or what you want to do 
maybe you need to find a way to kind of rearrange your priorities Okay, so I, I think I see where yeah. you're going with this. You're, you're, you're starting to feel that maybe Dede Trakes is, uh, is is a little scatterbrained at the moment. Maybe right? Dede like, Trakes maybe is, just, yeah. yeah. yeah maybe maybe just a lot going on. Yeah, maybe yeah. Dede Trakes has a lot going on. Maybe. Maybe they Singular needs to get a little bit more focused and relentlessly go after the, the things that they Singular want to go after. Maybe. I that, can agree with this. Yeah. I, I can genuinely agree with this. Yeah. And, uh, if that if that is indeed truly the case, yeah. then yeah, uh, maybe the hyper-focus could help out uh, straighten things out for them. Yeah, hyper-focus, relentlessly pursue. Get rid of all the distractions, dude. Bro, if... I'm sorry, they singular. If you, get, if you have distractions, like if you're... If, if you're listening to too many things that don't have to do with what your goals are or you're watching too many things that have nothing to do with your goals like take inventory of what you're doing and hyper focus and pursue your goal relentlessly maybe the day tricks could do that and maybe that would make him they singular more satisfied if they go after that maybe okay i mean i can agree with this D like you know um there's no harm in trying right i mean Correct. like you would you would much rather know that you tried your hardest yes um at completing whatever it is that goal is yeah than not trying at all and regretting it later on this is really hitting home yeah. is it yeah I, I kind of feel like i identify with this they singular a little bit <laughs> he's like if i hear the words like, <laughs> 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 all right next question <laughs> okay next question uh comes from uh a former guest host okay or i guess maybe maybe future guest host as well i suppose i can't i can't say I mean, he was on the podcast anyways um have you ever experienced Wait, a weatherly weather uh, so it's from shadow 6400 oh, okay. 6400 yes. the one that the one that went on a rant about ketchup yes anyways have you ever experienced a weatherly weather ass conditions such as tornado or volcanic eruptions etc well not a tornado and not a volcanic eruption there was however one weatherly weather ass condition that i felt like i was in there was a hurricane that came through here i think it was hurricane sandy or maybe it was like there was like a duo of hurricanes that came like a week apart and i was in this one park called Pennypack park in northeast philadelphia and there's this creek creek whatever you want to say and it's usually pretty low and while I was, for some reason, me and my friends thought it'd be a good idea to go to this creek and this forest, not forest, park, whatever, uh, the woods, in the middle of this hurricane. And we were at a point where the water raised so high that on the walkways that are like on the side of the creek, um, all of a sudden we were waist deep in water. Very dangerous. Um, but we were having a really good time. So that was probably the most weatherly weather ass condition I was in. It was a, a hurricane outdoors in an area I should not have been. Okay. Um mine uh mine was uh can I can I say something along the lines of like collapsing buildings or something were around? Yeah, me? that's definitely weather. Yeah, weather, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, no, I was watching Man of Steel in D-Box, and uh, yeah, all those buildings were collapsing around me in the D-Box seat, you know? Oh, like in the movie? Mm-hmm. That's some crazy weather right there, bro. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, that's a stupid answer. Draining Anyways, man. The the, no, the real answer. <laughs> the real, the, the real shit. Draining yeah. one man. 
Yeah, no, no. The real, the the the, the real answer is um. Something I cold, actually right? Blizzard. What's that? Something Blizzard. You're right. It would be something similar to that. Um, I, in fact, I got my full, my full driver's license in the middle of an ice storm. Get the fuck out! Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did they go uh, easy we... on you because it was ice? Yeah, yeah. It was an ice time. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> it was an ice time. Ah. No, yeah, no, no. Okay, so yeah. Um, I we we I didn't even know if we were even going to still go for this uh, for the full test. Uh, and I guess I don't know if it's the same over in America, but in Canada we have like different uh, different tiers for the licenses. So you got your uh, G one, your G two, and then your full G license. Whoa, what's that? What's the difference? Okay, so the G one license essentially you're just uh, you do the test, and the test is specifically on like the rules of the road, the road signs, and okay. stuff. So it's it's like a written test, right? This yeah. will allow you to essentially drive as long as you have a teacher with you, kind of thing. A teacher like from yeah, school? Yeah, like a like no, like you know, like a driving instructor gotcha. with you, or or that somebody with at least four years of driving experience under your belt, mm-hmm. under their belts, right? They they can as long you can drive as long as they are the passenger in the vehicle, right? gotcha. kind of guiding you and so on and so forth. But you're not allowed on the highway to drive. Okay, it's not a thing, right? Okay, so we then have, you go real quick, because we only have two that I know of, we have something called a permit, at least in Pennsylvania. The permit sounds exactly like what you just described. Oh, okay, all right. Okay, so you got a driving permit. And, okay, interesting. Um, the G2 is, uh, it, it, ends up, it ends up happening after you do your life, your your uh, driving instructor like lessons, mm-hmm. right? Um, you do that test. Um, and if you if you pass that test, you are officially allowed to drive wherever you'd like, except for the highways. You know. Oh, interesting. So they just keep you off the highways with that one. Yeah, they keep you off the highways. It's weird because highways um, are like more safe than whatever. Right, and then the the full G license is your highway test, right? Okay. So that's yeah, and I did my full G license on the highway test. In, in an ice, ice storm. storm. In the ice storm, in the middle of an ice storm. Ice. Um. Yeah. Um, it was great because then later that day I went to go watch um, I went to go watch um, the second Hobbit movie, Desolation of Smaug. Yeah, was it icy? Um, was the movie icy? Yeah, I never saw it. <laughs> I mean, I guess there was ice in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I came back to the car, the, the, there was like a sheet of ice. Oh, oh I see. I had to. Uh, yeah, we had to. <laughs> we had to try to. Uh, we had to try to break the ice off of the car <laughs> just to get in. <laughs> Damn, bro. Yeah, that was fantastic. That was that was great actually. Um, because like after the ice storm, you know, went over and such, like everything was kind of frozen, right? Like the trees were frozen, so like right. everything kind of sparkled and such. It was kind of cool. I like that. I like when that happens. Yeah. It's pretty. Well, yeah, that's the that's the was it the weather weatherly weather ass condition. Yeah. yeah, the weatherly weather ass conditions that I've, uh, I've I've had to deal with. Very nice. Yes, very 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 nice. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, that's, uh, that's quite uh, that's oh, quite okay. nice, eh? Oh, some weather. Um. Okay, next question comes next question. from just Kylie. Just Kylie. Just Kylie. Uh, just Kylie asks, why are so many of us dead inside? <laughs> around here <laughs> uh why are so many of us dead around here and dead inside around dead here. inside around here mm-hmm. um 
uh the answer to that is um i don't know uh why are so many of us dead inside around here? I, okay here's the answer the real answer is because existing feels like it's basically just death and suffering and so it feels like you're dead on the inside because pretty much everything else kind of feels dead on the outside okay i'm still trying to figure out what you said yeah like okay like if you think about like okay like what's life you know what's life existence is pain existence is discomfort existence is is death and suffering like that is hey, the so constant stop what the listeners are saying stop it stop it <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's that's literally that's literally what shadow just said in the chat <laughs> that's that's what life is okay it's a miracle to have happiness it's a miracle to have comfort it's a miracle to have freaking running water and a shower and a hot water heater that those are all miracles okay that's not that's not baseline existence so when you look around at the outside and you're like okay where am i at in my life am i at where i want to be am i am i am i who like the version of yourself that you have in your head when you tell yourself that you're not good enough, it's because you're comparing yourself to that version that you have in your head of yourself who's like the standard that you're kind of aiming for. It's like a good thing to have because it kind of like keeps you moving forward. But sometimes it can kind of shine a light on you and the shadow reveals like, oh, I'm not where I want to be. And so that sort of feels like I may as well be dead because I'm not that. And so... I don't feel like my life has really started. I may as well be dead. I'm dead on the inside because I'm not truly living. Okay. That's what I would say. Is That's what you would say? Maybe, I don't know, something like that. It was a, it was a tad bit depressing. <laughs> What's so. your answer though? Why is everybody so dead inside around here? I think um, I want to take a, take a page from... Uh, <laughs> Go on. Not you, go ahead. No, no, I feel like you have something to say. <laughs> I was just imagining that you're going to say, maybe everyone around here is so dead inside because you attracted those people here. I thought that's maybe what you were going to say. Well, first of all, I wanted clarification. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was like everybody that's in the community or something is dead or if it was society as a whole. I'm going to assume it was society as a whole. I think they were okay. talking about our community. I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume. I'm gonna assume society as a whole. All right. Now, if it was society as a whole, I want to take a page out of uh, out of that question from Today Trakes. <sighs> yeah. Um, about a baseline happiness, right? And um, setting standards and how high standards are set. Mm. Right. Because hey, can you, you brought up standards real well. quick. Can you stall until I get back? Give me like two minutes. Can I, should I keep answering the question yes, or just keep, stall? Keep stall? answering the question. No, I can't keep answering the question because you're not going to be here for it. I will stall. <laughs> Fine, I will stall. I will stall. Um, I did have some thoughts on the Halo, uh, the Halo Infinite campaign thing that I never really thought of, and now I forgot what I was going to say. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> shoot, what was I going to say? Um, I remember, I remember seeing something in the campaign overview, and I had a question. 
and I can't seem to remember what the question was. Uh, Game Warrior says, "Hey, mystery, just read what I said." Oh, uh, what did you say? What I said? Okay, you said it. Oh no, and he said something earlier. Uh, or the fact that there is a fucking deadly virus and we're stuck inside for a year. Uh, more like almost two years. More, more like almost two years. I have. A, I'm hoping that we get out of that very soon. I really. Let's make another. <laughs> Shadow says, "Let's make another picture." Actually, you know what? I can't show it to you right now, but I am indeed working on another picture. Um, but it's a joke for somebody else that's in the community. Um, in fact, I can probably send it to them now. Um, that wink, wink, silly goose, Nessa, wink, wink. Um, you did ask. You did ask for something earlier, and it's not what. It's not the first thing you asked for. It's the second thing you asked for. Um. I wish there was a way I can show it to you. Unfortunately, I don't have that. I no longer have the stream key and so on and so forth. Um, but she asked for a selfie of you, as in me. Um, that's what she asked for. And so I photoshopped something just for her. For, I guess, me. <laughs> or you. I'm confused about it. I'm going to send it to her on Discord and then she can send it. Or I can send it to you guys on Discord so then you guys can see All right, I'm back. what I created. Thank you. <laughs> you're 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 welcome. You're welcome. How'd we do? Where are we um, at? We I did I did terribly. And you probably did fine. I, I did terribly. This you is, probably it was did fine. I did no. Um, thank you for the 100 biddies, silly goose. Very much appreciate it. Daddy tracks. Yeah. Like say something about that. Oh yeah. Thanks. <laughs> No, seriously, thank you for the 100 bits. I usually don't acknowledge things that go on in the stream or in the live chat on the podcast because the listeners listeners to the podcast aren't here. But I do want to say, anybody who donates any bits to us, Real Mystery had donated 200 earlier. Silly Goose with the 100. Thank you so much for that. We really appreciate it. It's going to help us grow this podcast. And we actually got some news coming next week, I believe. Uh, that everybody should get excited about that kind of has to do with bits, but not exactly. So we got some exciting stuff coming up for the show. Now, back to us being dead inside. You want to finish that? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I might need you to stall. <laughs> you might need me to stall. <laughs> you know what? Actually, can I get you to stall? Because I've been holding this in since the beginning of the podcast. Yes, go, stall. dude. Why didn't you say something before? I don't know. I just didn't want to interrupt it, but now that this I kind hear of you. Like... I couldn't help it, bro. I don't like. We. It's not like this one's going like, like longer than no, our normal I, shows. I don't know what's like, going on. I usually, I usually go. I usually I know. go to. Like, dude, it's the weather, bro. It's this time of year, dude. It's this weather, time of yeah. year. We should have done it at the same time and just pause the show. Did you start moving on to a new question, though? No, 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 no. I did not. I did not even answer that other question. But I'm gonna be right back. You stall now. You stall. Oh my god, dude. Oh my god, bro. So, here I am stalling. Audio listeners, how are you? I'm doing good. I hope that you're doing good. Um, it's been a long time since I've had to do kind of like a solo, solo little thing here. And I, here's the problem. The problem is I have no idea what he's been talking about for the last two minutes. So I can't continue it. I'm nervous to talk about the same thing or something that's completely different. So I'm really out of my own element here. But there was something I wanted to bring up, and we actually didn't talk about this before. <clears throat> um, I mean, we didn't talk about it today. I'm sure he didn't bring it up either. The tournament, we are hosting a 1v1 tournament. 
and we were trying to find out exactly when to host it. I don't think that I discussed this on the podcast, but we are going to host the 1v1 tournament at the very beginning of 2022. We're actually going to do it in January of 2022. Part of the reason is because Halo Infinite is coming out so late in the year. It's coming out December 8th. If we were going to host a tournament, we'd only be giving people like a week like have the game in their hands before we would do a tournament because we can't do it too close to Christmas. Um, so instead, what we're going to do is we're going to do it in January. We're going to give some people, you know, a little bit of time. We're going to get some time to kind of figure out some of the map settings and stuff like that so that we can customize it the way that we want for a 1v1 tournament. Find out what maps are going to be the best for a 1v1 tournament. Again, we haven't had our hands on this game, you know, uh, like in the flights, we haven't played it that much and you know we don't know what the custom settings are going to be so um we are i'm excited to say that we are going to have <clears throat> uh the 1v1 tournament in january so that way everybody can have the game for at least a month it's not going to be any sooner than january 8th i haven't looked at the exact dates but we will do a a a winter themed uh 1v1 tournament the only thing i'm torn on is whether or not i'm going to participate um personally there's a part of me that really wants to because it is a Halo 1v1 tournament. Um, but at the same time, there's still a part of me that kind of likes to step back and just kind of like watch other people do it. So I think that um, I think that I um, I'm really excited uh, about that. And we're going to have some more details coming up soon, um, you know, official dates and all that kind of good stuff and how to sign up. Um, for anybody who listens to the podcast, you will have priority registration. I don't post this on social media. I don't post this for a whole bunch of people to see. It's really the regular listeners who this this tournament is for. And the culture of it is kind of like a beer league for the very beginning. The you know the the you know the very beginning of it. It's kind of like this open. Everybody's kind of playing each other, and it's supposed to be like very social and very fun. And then once we get into like the playoff portion of it, then it becomes kind of competitive. And I like to do commentary over the competitive part, over the, the playoff part. So I think that that'll be a lot of fun. But otherwise, the tournament is basically just to kind of get like into the community a little bit more, meet some people, talk to some other people who listen to the show. And then, you know, enjoy this, you know, little competitive moment that we all get to have. But I promise you're not going to have to worry about going up against any pros or any people who are like like outrageously good um if you play halo and you like it i encourage you to play in the tournament if you think to yourself i'm not good enough to be in a tournament i want you in the tournament i want you to be able to play with some people and you know jump into a party chat while you're playing against them and just kind of get to know them as a person I, I think that that's that's really what i like this tournament to be about um until we hit the competitive part in the playoff part where you know it gets really you know it gets really super duper serious so um, I'm excited about that. That will be in January. I don't know if we talked about that before, but at least announcing it right here specifically, it'll be in January. Mystery, are you excited for the tournament coming January? There's a tournament coming January? I don't know. I was uh, I was tinkling while you were doing you know, this. <laughs> yes, there will be one coming January. We're gonna have some more information on it soon. Oh, neato burrito. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it is cool. All right. So, anyways, when you went to go for your tinkle or whatever you did. Um, I'm gonna assume it was a tingle, but um, I I did talk about um, I did <laughs> I talked about um something that happened. Yeah. Um, Silly Guznessa sent me a message. Mm -hmm. Um, and she was expecting. So, so we were talking about fuzzy peaches. Maynard's fuzzy peaches. Okay. okay. Now you guys don't. You guys have something called. I think it was fuzzy o's or something like that. What was it called? Hold on, let me do it. Fuzzy o's. What was it? Um, 
Trolley, trolley PTO. Sorry, Trolley PTOs. You yes. guys have that, right? And that's uh, she said that was the closest you guys have to what would be fuzzy peaches that Canadians have, right? Hold on a second. Are we talking about candy? Because yes. she what, what she's talking about is a candy. Yes. Okay. Okay. Then yes. What did you think we were talking about? Actually, no. Don't answer that question. Because <laughs> it's gonna turn fuzzy peaches, dude. Peaches are fuzzy. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, yeah. It's essentially okay. So in a yeah, nutshell, so twelve-year-olds is... can't grow any facial hair. It's peach fuzz, peach fuzz, <laughs> because peaches are fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in a nutshell, yeah, we had we we have something similar to that. The the trolley peachios that you have there, okay, minus the hole in the peachios. So it's not a peach ring. It's not a peach ring. It's a it's, peach it's, disc. It's, it's like an oval. Yeah, it's like an oval peach disc peach that has the same shades of a peach. Peach disc. Um, People are going to be checking their thing like, what happened to my podcast? Is it buffering? <laughs> <laughs> it's buffering, man. It's, 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 it's buffering. <laughs> so peach discs. Yeah, we have something that's made by Maynard's. It's similar to that of your peach discs um, called Fuzzy Peaches. Yeah. Um, and so I sent her a picture of that. Uh -huh. And she was expecting a picture of, like, a full picture of, like, the current bowl of fuzzy peaches that I was eating. Okay. Which was a couple of days before. I don't understand. So, You're eating a bowl of... of. Of these fuzzy peaches. I was like, on stream. Like a cereal? No. Oh, you put the candy in a bowl. I put the candy in a bowl. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I was. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> Just put milk on top? God damn, that's weird. Dude, I don't know. Um, it sounded like a cereal all of a sudden. No. Like Peachios. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, no. Okay. Definitely not. Um, but yeah, and sh uh, and I and she was just like, uh, I thought you were gonna take an actual picture, and I was like, uh, yeah, I kind of ate them already, so yeah, I'm not sending an actual picture. Oh. Otherwise, you you want me to regurgitate it or whatever, right? And then, uh, and then I was like, okay, my apologies. Next time I'll be a little bit more considerate whenever sending you pictures or something, right? Like, uh -huh. I'll, I'll, I'll just be a little bit more considerate. And go. she's like, it's okay. You can make it up to me by sending me a selfie of you. Hey. Okay. That's what, that's what she said. Yeah. And so my, my silly mind was just like, okay, well, let me just, um, let me, let me put a text, a text of, uh, you know, Y-O-U for you uh -huh. and make it look like it was taking a selfie of itself and uh -oh. send that to her as a selfie of you. Interesting. And so that's what I posted up on your guys' Discord. Um, I don't even know what that picture. would look like. What you just <laughs> described, I don't even know is what that, that would look like. Where did you that, post that? It's on your guys', it's on the uh, oh, Red Spartan Podcast. Oh, that's pretty funny, episode. actually. <laughs> and I was working on that throughout the podcast episode. <laughs> How did you make okay. that so fast? I was working. It's not fast. I was working on it throughout the episode. We what the episode's like two hours now. Episode yeah, you're right. Look, we're all dead inside. Right back to uh, back to being dead inside. I think that we are dead inside because of standards. I think um I think we have I think our standards are way too high for what we expect of others and we, of what we expect of ourselves. And we don't feel like we can achieve said standards standards and then at that point we just don't care and us not caring is what is breaking that is is what's making us desensitized to everything and thus making us dead inside shit if 
was was it supposed to be a, sorry wait hold on was it kylie was it supposed to be like a, a silly answer or an actual genuine answer it's however you want to answer it i thought that was pretty good i think that's an excellent answer and i think it could be part of it yeah i'm only speaking i'm only speaking from uh, genuine experience of working at the theater for example I've noticed that like, yes, I did, I did care. I do care quite a bit, you know, of like what's going on in the theater. Sure. Right. But like other cast members, they have got, they've gotten so desensitized. They just don't care anymore. So they look that dead. It comes that, they, yeah, that it comes off as very dead inside. Now, Here's just a yeah, weird that's... thing though. I feel like I'm dead inside, but I also care. So what's happening to me? You're, you're dead inside, but you care. Yeah. Well, that's just stress. Like... <laughs> That's that's just stress. It's, it's just, I don't know. I I think uh, I think maybe you and Today Trakes needs to have a chat. Yeah, I want to talk to this Today Trakes. He yeah, sounds kind of cool. This this Today Trakes. Um yeah, <laughs> this Today Trakes might have a lot on their plate, and yeah. they might have to have a chat. Interesting. And, like, and that's typically what happens. You become desensitized to everything else that's going on because now you're so focused on other things, or you're so focused on other things, you're not spending time on yourself. Right, of, you know? right, right, right. Right. Yeah. Um, hence me being all, you know, me being thinned out or whatever, like on thin ice or whatever. Yeah, but you're, you're like really Play-Doh that, that like you rub together in your hands really fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there you go. Just like that. Just like that. Um, But yeah, no, that's genuinely the hell. That's genuinely why why I feel like many of us are dead inside. We have our standards and everyone else's standards are just so freaking high um, that they all expect so much out of everybody including themselves they can't reach that and so they get desensitized by it that's my answer i hear you i hear you we should do a philosophy podcast what's the next question what are you gonna do let's talk philosophy um, yeah the red philosophy podcast the uh, let's talk red philosophy spot spartan podcast podcast it's the red spartan podcast let's talk spartans 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 Plargan sharks. Okay. Um, next question comes from Just Kylie as well. Where do you think the temperature gets as cold as my heart? That's the way she wrote it. That's 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 where she that's where she wrote. I don't know how exactly she meant it. Uh, at about uh, twenty thousand feet altitude in the Himalayan mountains. There you go. What? Yeah. What? You. Wait. What? Yep. Hold on. Where yeah. do you think the temperature gets as cold as my heart? Right. All right. Um, Arizona? <laughs> there you go. The, the deserts of Arizona is how cold your heart gets. The temperature of the deserts of Arizona. It's the dry the day, heat. Yeah, the dry, the dry heat. Um, heat equals cold. Uh, that's how cold your heart is. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I honestly like Kylie. I've I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the cold. She hardiness. has a big heart. She has a big warm yeah, heart. I so. haven't seen the cold hardness, so yeah. I can't. I can't honestly. I genuinely cannot just throw you under the bus like that. Yeah, she's it's as just, cold inside as she is warm outside. Yeah, shady. That's not. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> okay, we're just gonna keep going. <laughs> yeah, we'll just keep going. Okay, last uh, last thing from just Kylie. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 we're not doing that here next question okay so 
No. So in brackets. No. In brackets, she says Jim endorses this and signs off with no. Me. We're not know. doing that here. Next I, question. I do not. Want, I do not. What just happened? We're not what? doing. We're not doing that here. The video game video game podcast. We're not doing that here. Next read question. it all, mystery. Kylie says, "Read it all." Okay, I'll read it all. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Jim endorses this and signs off with me. Okay, there. Wait, I'm confused. Next Did question. I just agree to something. I want. Okay. You didn't agree to anything. You just read it. Next question. <laughs> okay. Next question comes from Silly Goose Nessa. <laughs> uh, what would be the perfect weather to host a gathering with everyone who's dead inside? <laughs> I was thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, finally a weather question. <laughs> and then it ends. Oh, for everyone who's dead inside. Good God. What is happening? Um, 60 degrees and overcast. Sorry, what's that in, in Canadian temperatures? <laughs> Let me look it up. <laughs> And for other folks that don't use fair now it's just you uh 15.556 degrees celsius oh <clears throat> yeah that sounds that sounds great actually that sounds fantastic i love it's like that nice, it's nice and like yeah. you can have long sleeves or you can go short correct you know. and overcast nice so you don't have to worry about that am i hot or am i cold i don't know what's happening yeah yeah. Um, I would think something along the lines of, yeah, closer to like your 64 degrees Fahrenheit, which is approximately my 18 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Yeah. Something along the lines with a nice little breeze. Sorry. Can you stop kicking Sorry, me? Sorry, I didn't mean to kick you. That's the third time today. <laughs> I know I have a problem. You, yeah. Are you mad at me or something? No, like, I'm not. Are you just taking it out on me because of last to. week's episode? It's like, only because, look, the tripod is like right in the middle of just my life. And so I accidentally keep bumping up into it. I'm sorry. Maybe the tripod's dead inside. <laughs> okay. Um, I hope we answered your question adequately. Next question. Game Warrior asks, Game Warrior. what would you do if you were stuck inside by a blizzard? I would say to myself, you are the help. And I'd figure it out. You just type that into the chat. Yeah. Um, if I was stuck inside a blizzard, I would, yeah. um, I would drive normally. <laughs> Who a said blizzard? you were in a car? She said stuck okay. inside. Okay, well, if I'm stuck inside, I would do what I normally do during the Canadian winter. What's that? Stay inside. <laughs> yeah, I'd pretty much do everything that I normally do, just inside. Just inside. It yeah. Just, you know, I would be, I don't know, playing video games. I would have, like, hot I'd be chocolate doing a podcast inside. I'd, just, you know, I'd be watching, yeah, I'd be, yeah. Yeah. I'd be watching Daddy Tracks' podcast. You know what I would do outside though? Snowball fight. Yeah, I'd roll Tomorrow around night. snow. You know, so I I'd try and I'd See? probably film a video of me, uh, completely naked except for boxers on, like trying to swim in the snow for TikTok. You would regret that. No, I wouldn't. You you would immediately regret that. Oh, I can't wait till it snows. You would immediately. I can't wait till it snows, that. and I would I'll swim in the snow for you. I'll do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> 
I'll do it for you and for Halo. You're, you're gonna go. You're gonna go outside. Your wife is gonna be like, "Hey, what, what are you doing? Why are you in your boxers?" Like, I'm swimming for mystery. The door? And you're just gonna be like, "I'm swimming for mystery outside." And taking video footage of it. <laughs> exactly. She okay, hmm? she has been so she, my wife sells CBD. By the way, if you want to see CBD, hit her up. Um, she sells CBD, and she just got a ring light tripod with like a phone holster so she can like really do like some like good videos and stuff like that i'm gonna have so much freaking fun with that thing i'm gonna have so much freaking fun with that thing and so i'm gonna be making videos like crazy now and swimming in the snow is gonna be something i do for sure yeah dude i take ice baths darkly night i said i take ice baths bro so swimming in snow is like it's a regular day for me bro oh okay uh next question from game warrior game Summer? warrior or winter it's so hard man we're like five days in the fall and i'm already wishing it was warmer but in the summer i wish it was colder I i'm i can't be satisfied dude i can't be satisfied in the summer i want it to be winter in the winter i want it to be summer i can't be happy no matter what i always think to myself like well in the winter time i always wish it's summer and in the summer i wish it was winter but that never actually helps me i'm always so irritated because it's too cold or it's too hot although i do think i prefer I don't know, dude. That, like, they both have... It doesn't matter. They both suck. Maybe winter. Maybe I prefer summer. Wait, what? You prefer winter? <laughs> That's what I mean, dude. I can't make up my mind. You literally just... What? <laughs> I can't make up my mind. I really can't. The Are only you... reason why I think that I might prefer summer is uh, I get to wear less clothes. I mean, but clearly you can wear less clothes in winter just based on what you said. Like, oh, that's you know, a good point, <laughs> That's a very good point. Gesundheit. <laughs> good job muting yourself. Anyways. Uh... Thank you. Um, I would say fall or spring, but um, anyways. Uh, it's not winter. a choice. I know, I know, but... I'll go if summer. It means, if it's specifically for summer or winter, I would pick winter. But if it was ideally any of the four seasons, it would be either spring or fall. Yeah. Fall. If I could choose the if I could choose the season as fall. If you don't choose fall, something's just wrong with you. Honestly, honestly, honestly. If I'm be, if we're all being honest here, if you don't choose autumn, what's going on, dude? And if yeah. you got if you got allergies to ragweed, relax. Take the allergies out because that has nothing to do with the season. It has everything to do with ragweed. Okay, if you weren't around ragweed, okay, and you just had cool temperatures between 50 and 70 degrees where you could wear a hoodie and be comfortable and, and drink outside around a bonfire and everything smells like campfire and it's, and it's nice. Like, if that's not your preferred season, you, 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 need to, you need to think about your life more. You need to think about your life more. I am super judgy of anybody whose favorite season is not fall. Darkly United says winter in the chat. God damn it. See, I like him, so I want to go back on everything I just said now. <laughs> Man, and you say I I'm indecisive. <laughs> well, I At make decisions. I, know what I, like. <laughs> I make decisions. I just make all of the decisions. <laughs> okay. Uh, last question from Game Warrior. Yeah, Game Warrior. Sledding or water slides? 
I'm going sledding. I agree with you, sledding. I like sledding a lot. Water slides are dope, but sledding you can control where you're going. And I yeah. feel like that's more fun. Water slides aren't bad, but you know what it scares me about water slides? Whenever I do water slides at like a water park, I'm always terrified I'm going to go off the edge. I'm always terrified I'm going to go off the edge. And I know that's I wouldn't because like everybody does it and like all 24 hours or whatever that these water parks are open, like people aren't falling off the edge. But like I always think I'm going to go right off the edge. So something that um, something that bothers me about water slides and this is going to sound so dumb. It's it's actually like, you know, like the little bit of static that's built up on like the plastic of the water slides. No, because it's wet. Yeah, I know. But like on the out, on the areas that are not wet, though. <laughs> OK. Right. Like, you know, it's a tube, right? Essentially, yeah. you're going in a tube. So yeah. the top section of the tube is not. You know, and when you're trying to get in said water slide, you know. Okay. Is it just a me thing? It's just a me thing. I don't know, dude. I've it's never had static shock in a water slide. I'm not. Not. I'm that that feeling of that that little bit of static. You know, like the hair raising on. Oh your, yeah, on your, dude. Like yeah, I don't like that feeling. It's um, like skin gasm without music. You know what I'm talking about? No. You no. ever get chills listening to music? Those are goosebumps. No. Oh, goosebumps, eargasm, skingasm. Okay. That, and I also don't like the feeling of, well, you know how, like, the, um, um, you know, you, you know, like, the water slides, you know how they're connected, like, the, the sections are all connected, and there's, oh, like, yeah. this little, there's that little gap, or, like, the little, yeah. Little like, gap. I just don't like, yeah, I just don't like. I, I don't like my, the gaps my, either. I agree with you. I don't you. like the ass. Like, my ass just, like... <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to have speed bumps on my ass every, like, half a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just don't... I don't like no that. No thanks, dude. I would, I would prefer... I would prefer sledding over there. Yeah, no anyway. thanks. No thanks. I agree. Uh, Darkly Knighted, if I was streaming right now, I would push my pun intended button. I, I love you, man. <laughs> well, explain to the audio listeners what Darkly Knight has said, so that way... He said, it's, re it's, uh, it's Real Mysteries Electric Personality. There you go. And then that's the point where I would push the pun intended button on my stream deck. That was my favorite mm -hmm. superhero as a kid was Static Shock. Static Shock was a cool superhero. Oh my, he's my favorite superhero. I'm not into superheroes, but like that was my guy. I, I hear that might Static be making Shock. a movie. Anyways, moving That'd on. That'd be dumb. Um, <laughs> I'd watch that one. I'd watch that superhero movie. <laughs> That's the one you'd watch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love Static Shock. Um, next question comes from a new listener question hey, mark okay. or at least he's new to the community or they they've stopped by today's they stream singular they singular have stopped by today's stream and have just recently joined the discord orange crawdad 82 orange crawdad yeah that's the name uh what are your thoughts on the shaders for the multiplayer spartans as of now now by shaders he's talking about the outline right or no he's talking about the colors I think he means like the yeah, the armor shaders or whatever. <laughs> I like how like I go like does he mean the outlines or the colors and you go, uh he means the shaders which is like in the question so it's like it's like the dictionary when it goes yeah. and you're like what's it mean like elusive and the definition is like it's like Elude. when you're elusive it's like okay well I don't know to, I'm to not elude. any closer to understanding the question now refer to elude. <laughs> <laughs> go to elude <laughs> and then you go to elude and it's like what what do, what does elude mean it means to be elusive <laughs> go to elusive 
Exactly, bro. That's what I'm saying. No, you know, it's, it's yeah, the armor shaders. The, the thing that was making a big controversy like months ago. Um, look, I was worried because I didn't think that you're going to be able to choose your color like you were going to be able to before. And the flight has shown me that you can choose your color if you want. So now I am totally fine with whatever they want to do with shaders. I am open to seeing what they do. I I hope that they come up with some cool color combinations and stuff like that. Um, but I am I'm perfectly okay with what they're doing now. Now that I know I can have my default color that I want, I'm okay with them doing whatever they want with the rest of the shaders. Um, I mentioned this on the podcast. Um, for me, it's just um, <clears throat> I'm okay with the shaders. I would just much rather prefer changing the colors or being able to change the colors of it. That's it. You know. What <clears throat> Uh, next question comes from Darkly Knighted. Darkly Knighted. Back I don't know why weather. I repeat people's names in that weird what way. What type of weather conditions do you expect to see in Halo Infinite, and what would you like to see? Uh, clear, sunny skies. <laughs> Is that to what you expect to see? <laughs> That's what I expect to see. Okay, so what would you like to see? I'd like to see rain, <laughs> snow, wind. You know what I'd like to see, and I feel like games don't do this enough? I'd like to see really windy. Windy with clear skies. When do you ever see that in a game? I want windy, clear skies. It's just wind, lots of wind, uh, clear skies. Maybe clouds moving through fast, but you never see that in a game. You never see that in a game. How would you portray that other than with clouds moving? You see fast? the trees, dude. Trees moving. Oh. It'd be funny if, like, every once in a while, your Spartan would get blown over. You know, I have to get back up. <laughs> in the middle of a firefight. Yeah, like, What's like, happening? <laughs> it's like, oh, it must be windy. <laughs> Shadow 6400 6400 says Witcher 3 does it Whatever dude The game does everything Okay <laughs> Okay The okay. game does everything Why okay. do you sound angry about that? <laughs> what type of weather uh, uh, What type of weather conditions Do I expect to see um, In Halo Infinite Come on what do you expect to see? Expect to see, I mean, I don't want to see the same answer as it's you, the, though. But, but it is what's expected, clear and sunny. <laughs> I'm going to say cloudy. You know why? Because that's all we've seen. <laughs> I'm going to say They cloudy. haven't shown anything else. It's all been clear and sunny. Maybe some clouds. I don't know. Cloudy. I don't remember cloudy. them. Cloudy and dark. Cloudy, dark, and gloomy. There you go. Cloudy, dark, and gloomy. That's what I expect to see. What would I like to see? An ice storm. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, next question. <laughs> I'm giving Katie dead shit. <laughs> okay, next question from Darkly Knighted. Uh, what is the one weather type you love to be in, and which would uh, which would be the one you hate to be in? Or what? What was that question, dude? The what's the one weather type you love to be in? Yeah. And which would be the one you hate to be in? Like, what do you like to be in? What do you not like? To be is in? this in Halo or in, or in life? in real life okay I let me do the one that i hate because it's so specific i freaking hate when it's like 
27 degrees and sunny because it's like I go inside a car and it's hot dude it's like I'm wearing all this clothes but it's hot because it's sunny and I go outside and it's cold and if there's wind then I'm cold but if if I'm just walking around and it's sunny I also get hot so like 27 degrees and sunny I, I loathe I loathe sunny and cold because I, my body can't make up its mind on whether I'm sweating and then I sweat for a couple minutes and then I'm done sweating and then I go outside and then all of a sudden I'm just like I'm freezing cold because my sweat's freezing i freaking hate sunny and cold i hate that weather the weather sucks you done yeah okay so what do you like <laughs> i really like sunny uh i'm sorry i really like 60 degrees in the overcast that's my favorite weather sorry six, six, 60 degrees yeah 60 and cloudy Okay, so okay, all right. It's the weather of the um, dead inside people. Right, 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 right. Thank you, thank you. Because <laughs> I'm dead inside. Um, I would agree with you very much. I hate the heat. I hate the heat so much. Um, I hate being in like um, <clears throat> let me um, give me a second. Give me a second. I hate being in like 77 degrees Fahrenheit weather. Why did you? That's 25 degrees Celsius for, for me. I hate being in weather that's like that hot. I it's just, it's yeah, it's too muggy. I don't want to do anything. I can't. I, I, I hate it. Um, I much prefer weather that is definitely within like you know the 18 degrees to 16 degrees Celsius, which is like 64 degrees Fahrenheit for you. Um, range personally. Um, just it's nice and cool. It's much cooler. I like being able to wear like you know. I guess longer sleeves every once in a while or like I don't like being too hot or too cold so or like I get I get a little bit more choice as to what I'd like to wear kind of thing um not that I really care about what I wear it's just I prefer I guess long sleeves or something sometimes. I like long I'm wearing long sleeves today but I wear I like long sleeves rolled up yes yes right? like I got long sleeves Fact. but uh, but I want it rolled up yeah and if it gets too cold or whatever I like to you know bring it down yeah then I <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like I have an extra layer here that I can kind of pull out whenever yeah, I want, you, you know? There you go. Exactly. Like if I'm wearing a t-shirt, I can't just all of a sudden have forearm sleeves, you know? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. 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 We agreed. All right, one more question? Go for it. All right, this one comes from uh Imposter Mr. E. Okay, Imposter, what's up? Imposter Mr. E asks, um, so I'm going to put a I'm story. I'm going to answer this question so fast, like right off the bat, whatever's in my head. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So imagine you go to a, uh, imagine you go to like, let's say a club or yeah. like a, is this know, his question? Cause Dave, it sounds like you're rambling a Dave and busters or something. Okay. Right. <laughs> you look like you're getting ready. Dude, I'm ready to go. I'm okay, you this. are also a single man, not in a relationship, and look okay. maybe potentially looking. Okay, yeah. You come across. Wait, wait, wait. Start over. What? What? How looking am I? What? You're what was... like you're just looking. You you may be looking for a relationship. Looking for a relationship. You know? maybe, Got it. Maybe yeah. Maybe you want to. Yeah. Right. You come across three girls in Great. a group. Yeah. Right. Perfect. You're all alone. Yeah. What do you do? You go up to the group and you talk to them. One hundred percent easy. You go up to the group and talk to them? Yeah. You would go up to the group. How? Yeah, you compliment. It's, it's one guy and three yeah. girls there. How? 
Yeah, you go up to them and with a big smile on your face, because this is important, it actually doesn't matter what you say, it just matters how you carry yourself. You go up to them and you say, you ladies look like you're having way too much fun. I have to, I'm gonna have to escort and, and kick you out of here. And then you just smile. And if you're not creepy, they'll kind of like do like a little nervous giggle. And then you say, sorry, that was a terrible joke. My name's Jonathan. I just wanted to talk to you. I find you incredibly attractive. You, uh, you, all three of you are very attractive, but I, I wanted to talk to you. You know, can I have a, can I buy you a drink or something like that? You just, you just, you just, you just go for it, dude. And then either you get shut down and then you move on or, or whatever. But like you, you just talk to them. You just go and you just talk. You try and find some way to, to fit in. And if you're thinking to yourself like, oh dude, that's a dumb way to talk to people. That's a dumb way to talk. Trust me, I've done it before in the past. Okay, as stupid as it sounds, your energy and how you carry yourself has what is way more important than anything you say way more important than anything you say it's the craziest thing and once you do it and you've done it then you're like oh that does make sense but i i, I promise i promise you i promise you you just you just fucking go for it dude you just go for it shadow says this is how i met your mother there you go <laughs> Wait, so, did chat, wait, hold on, Shadow, did you meet, like, Trax's mother, or are you just... Is no, that, like, not my no? mother. <laughs> I hope not. Dad? <laughs> okay. Dad? Oh, my lord. You know, honestly, before you even said that, I would have thought, like, hey, maybe maybe you should have considered bringing a wingman or something. Maybe you could have, like, even. just... Uh, you could. Somebody to help break that ice with you, you because sure. it's a three ver three three people versus yeah. one, right? Like Wait, I don't know. Yeah, here's the other thing you could do. You could like get proximity, kind of just like get close and try and overhear whatever they're talking about, and just slip yourself into the conversation, and then just address the fact that you're the stranger in their little group, and then you apologize, and then you go, you know, can I be your friend? I'll buy you drinks, and then you go. But but again, it all has to do with your energy. And like having a good time. If you're somebody who's having a good time, anybody and everybody will welcome you to their group because they also want to have a good time. They're not there to be around awkward people who they're kind of like feeling weird around. But if you're having a good time, they don't mind you being around for a couple seconds. Okay. You don't want to be weird. But like it's again what you say almost has like it doesn't even matter what you say you could come up with the stupidest things to say but if you have the right energy i'm telling you it's so bizarre how it works all right so you're claiming it's about energy and i'm 100%. sitting here thinking okay maybe you know 100%. it might be better to have a, a numbers game here you know <laughs> look it, it could <laughs> be the a, case it could be the case that the first people who you talked like even if you have the right energy you might get totally shut down whatever move on to the next group i promise you i promise you i'm telling you i promise you as so much more to do with energy than anything else and if you're just having a good time and you're being social like and and you know maybe maybe like if you're kind of like nervous about doing that then like just be the person who's saying hi to everybody and work your way around and then you eventually get to the table of the girls who you're interested in it looks like someone's got a lot of experience in this department huh i'm just saying i'm just saying All right, well i mean i guess i can't uh Imposter Mr. E or M-R-E or Imposter M-R-E or whatever the heck you want to be called. <laughs> I, I don't have that much experience, so I can't tell you. But it seems like uh, Daddy Tracks over here has uh, has quite the experience. If you're really unsure, I would do the proximity thing where you get close 
wait for a conversation be loud with like a, actually it might be a good idea to like come with like a friend or something like that be kind of like loud with your friend and then like they're talking about something and you go like oh shit no way i know all of blah, 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 blah. and then you just like insert yourself in the group and they'll kick you out if they don't want you there but if you have the right energy they'll keep you there mm, interesting advice i feel like yeah we should probably have like a philosophy and like relationship advice. i love it <laughs> i tried to do relationship advice theme of the week last week but like nobody asked any questions to cover darkly Excuse me, loading last week. There was no theme last week. Excuse, and also, I was the one heading it last week. Oh, the week, week before. I apologize. Yeah, we had some interesting questions for that one, did we not? Yeah, we had questions that about inflatable out? dolls and stuff. What about all the other stuff? Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, fine. We we did have a discussion for like twenty minutes yeah, on a I'm couple not... of topics. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Am I though? Am I though? Oh, you know, you had a really good answer to a question. You had a really good answer to a question. Mm, that's what I thought. Hmm. <laughs> all right that, that that that's it for the questions um katie says i think the real issue is who wants to date someone who wastes a crap ton of money at dave and Buster's. i would because dave and busters is fun if you're about fun i'm about you <laughs> about that? you are on top of it today how about that, how about that? Yeah. How about that? it's better Gosh. that than somebody who like spends a ton of money on what uh I don't know. I don't know. You, you tell me. You're the one coming up with it. Uh, uh, you know, the uh, fucking mystics and shit. <laughs> I don't know. Dude. Okay. All right. Addo says, I typed a huge question, but deleted it for that week. All right. Well, you know what? We can't read it if you delete it. That is that is true. That is true. It's facts. All right, buddy. Let's uh, let's let's pack it in now. Let's wrap it up. This wrap was. Up. Uh, you can follow us. Uh, join our Discord. You can find the Discord. It's going to be in the live chat right now, and then you're going to see it in the description, uh, in the episode description on your favorite podcasting app. Um, find us on social media. We are on TikTok. You can find us at the Red Spartans. Help us get to 1,000 followers. Right now we're at 154, which is pretty crazy because it felt like a couple weeks really ago close. we were just at 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're making progress here. It's pretty nice. So follow us on the TikTok. Follow us on uh, or join us in the Discord if you want to chat with us. Um, we have some things coming up. Mystery, do you want to talk about some events that we have coming up? Some events that we have coming up. November 20th, the Avenging Crusade Memorial Avenging Stream. Crusade. Yep, that's happening November 20th. That is going to be a 12-hour stream on twitch.tv slash R-E-A-L-M-I-S-T-R-Y. And we are doing a game night, essentially, uh, from 6 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, that's where we're going to start the Halo Reach section, at least. Um, 4 p.m. is when the actual stream will start. Uh, I'll be doing some solo stuff. But uh, 6 p.m. is when everyone will start getting together to play Halo Reach in memory of Avenging Crusade. Um, any money that has been made that day, as in subs, bits, um, they will go towards the family. Um, so the family can put it towards, I don't know, the kids' the kids' education or wherever they see fit. Um, go on. I was going to say, Planky Gang, Guardians... Anyone who, who's been with me for a while, I want us to show up big on this day. I want us to show up big on November 20th. I want us to show up in, in, in numbers. I want us to show up in donations. I want us to really show up for this family and for these people. It's a tragedy what happened. It sickens me. It's sad. And I want us to show up for this family. And I want us to be those kind of people. That's the kind of people we are. And we're going to show up for them on November 20th. Let's go. 
let's do it. Yeah, and that will be November 20th, starting at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, ending at 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 12 hours. Great. Uh, speaking of other events, this one, uh, our, our regular community uh, event that we have, um, we have, hang on one second. Do, 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 do. Uh, okay, we have, I'm trying to pull it up here. Game night. Game, Game night this week. I will be a part of. I will be you a will? part of. I will be here. I will be here. How is it that you're there and I'm not there whenever? Ugh. Ugh. I got a closing shift on Saturday. I can't make it. We that. are going to be playing Halo 3 on Halo Master Chief Collection. Uh, Fire Ma if you want to watch, Fire Mage Gaming is going to start streaming at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. I am going to start playing around 9 o'clock. So 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time is when we're going to start playing. If you want to watch the stream, the stream's going to go live around 11 p.m. Eastern Time. I personally will not be streaming it. I will just be playing. I just want to have fun. I just want to hang out with you guys. So if you want to talk with me, if you want to chat and, you know, tell me, you know, how much you hate the show and come join me um, and just do um, ba -do -ba -ba. Just join us in the join us in the party chat. I'll have it live around 9 o'clock. OK, skip whatever you have planned cancel it and play halo with me the fuck <laughs> hold on wait say that again whatever you have planned cancel okay. it just okay. play with me all the right fuck so what about all the other game nights that you missed <laughs> okay why <laughs> Why are you going against me here, mystery? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Unreal, dude. Uh, that's funny. Unreal. <laughs> that's funny. Unbelievable. You're unbelievable. <laughs> the chat's on my side now. I might be able to take rain next no. week. No, no, no. <laughs> two, two people are on your side. Two people. Okay. That's chat. All right. That's chat. That's 20% of what chat is right now. 20%. It's rising, sir. It's rising. Two people. Two people. There's 12 people in here. It's not 20%. It's 10%. No, it's not. It's, who cares? <laughs> All right. You gonna, are we going to sign off? Uh, yeah, I guess so. At some point, we should probably end this, right? This is turning into one of the longest link. podcasts we've had. I'm actually very surprised. It really is um what else am i saying um yeah so we'll be doing game night on saturday and then uh i guess that's pretty much it we do a live stream every single wednesday uh around 9 p.m ish um when we um when we do the live stream for the podcast so come hang out with us uh next wednesday next wednesday is our one year anniversary it's the one year anniversary it's episode number 52 we will have guest host Jimmy. Jimmy's going to come back for the one-year anniversary show. He lives! He does live. I told you! He, he's dead to me, but he lives. He is actually alive. He lives. Hells yeah. He's not dead. He's dead. He's not dead. He's dead me. It's a former, it's a dead version of himself that's going to be showing up. <laughs> All right, next week, episode 52. Tune in for Jimmy. Oh, and then uh, episode 53, we're going to change up the theme music. 
uh, the music that we start the show and end the show with, we're going to change. So what I'm thinking of doing is putting some suggestions in the Discord, letting you guys vote. And if you agree with what I want, then we'll do that. And if not, then I'll take your opinion into consideration for what I finally end up choosing. So join the Discord so you could see the different <laughs> options that are out there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so join the Discord to be a part of the discussion. Everyone's gonna be like, "Why are they laughing?" <laughs> um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. Okay, uh, if you are on a uh, uh, if you're on a podcast platform that has any uh, ability to rate us or review us, please do that. It helps us grow in the uh grow in the numbers again we are the fifth largest halo podcast right now uh which is pretty amazing so keep us keep bumping us up in there if you want um and um yeah and that's it so this has been episode 51 of the red spartan halo podcast for real mystery i am daddy tracks and um yeah if you're feeling dead inside join our discord because there's some other of us Dune didn't do that well um, at all in the theater. Or at least it didn't seem like it did that well. It's unfortunate. My theater. Um, I know there was a lot of uh, there's a lot of hype building up to it at least. But yeah, I don't think it did that well. Um, well, that's a that's a shame. I don't think there's anything big coming out this weekend, but the following weekend we've got Eternals coming out, so that's gonna be pretty exciting. Ooh.